This is propaganda live. I only suggest how to think and how to vote. Extraordinary cultural moment, already iconic, already iconic. We love you, you're welcome here. Where did this guy come from? And it's like he's been doing it for ages, he's very confident. Plainly, and this is a matter now of fact and record, I'm right wing. I feel that Christ may have had a better vision. Is this misinformation or is Vivek Ramaswamy in the lavatory? That's a sort of like a poem, is this Eminem? Man, if we can come together in that stream. I'm assuming it was just the P. Now, these are the kind of conversations I think that the legacy media can no longer compete with. Win, 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 win. This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one Russell Brand. I'm Al Worth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand Show with my co-host, Lauren B. That's me, I'm Lauren B. And I have no idea what we will be covering today, going in cold. But I do know, history's taught us, it's probably going to be bad. It is, in fact, going to be bad, which is why we do the good thing before the bad thing. Lauren, what is your good thing before the bad thing this week? <laughs> uh, I was a little cagey about um, previous. I was just like, mm, shit sucks and I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I, I can now. So, uh, again, <laughs> this might be it. This might be a trend. I don't know. Stick with <laughs> me, everybody. Okay. So our car, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, our car was stolen. Uh, mm. Stolen using a robbery, crashed by a miner who had downed a bunch of <laughs> Bud Light Micheladas because we know that there was empties in the car. Uh, so was drunk and barfed everywhere as a Mwah! cherry on top. <laughs> it doesn't get less crazy the more you tell it. You know, it, it's still it's still insane. It sounds fake. You can't write it. People wouldn't believe it. Um, so, yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, I had Amazon returns in the back and he fucking barfed all over those. It's incredible. Like, that's incredible. Like, oh, my God. Okay, fine. Great. You know, it's Christmas time. It was like a panic buy at last minute. And I'm like, sick dog tight. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, so that's it's been a bit of an ordeal. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and while, you know, living in a major metropolitan area, that is great for some, um, public transit, but there's other, there's like life, life stuff that we kind of need a vehicle for. Um, yeah, yeah. and not everybody has to deal with that. We do. Um, and so it's been a fucking nightmare <laughs> to, um, to deal with and so we got a car so we have Woo! a replacement um and we and that finally got taken care of uh, a couple of days ago so awesome. um i did have to cancel our well we had to cancel our trip to austin and our mm. friends that listen um i miss you all terribly and Aww. i had to avoid Instagram because you're all posting cool pictures of all the fun stuff that you're doing. And not even, it's not like, it's not a FOMO um, necessarily, you know, like seeing everybody going out of the club mm. and then you see the pictures the next day or whatever from back when we used to upload pictures from like digital cell phones or digital um, cameras, not cell phones. Um, it, it's not that. It's more like, oh man, because we had to cancel all that stuff because of the car thing and, and that's the trip we didn't get to take and also... Uh, my partner Mike and I both had birthdays 
while mm-hmm. all of this is going mm-hmm. on, which let me tell you, no, you don't have a birthday. <laughs> um, no, you don't. Uh, you have a car to deal with and you have a lot of stress. So we're still having piecemeal birthday time. I'm, and I, as I told Al earlier, uh, I'm not on speaking terms with the concept of turning 40. Um, but yeah. I do accept, I accept well wishes, but just understand that that's, please respect my boundary of not mm-hmm. really acknowledging. I don't know why I have such a, a thorn in my side about it this year. It is an arbitrary number, but really mm. unpleasant. Mm. <laughs> I'll get over it. I know I I, I usually do. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be okay soon. Um, but the car thing, like getting taken care of is such a huge relief and it's worked out. It's been cool um, for the most part. Uh, we have more coverage than we thought. Like we have better mm-hmm. insurance yeah. coverage, which like that was kind of the deciding factor of like, oh, this is a nightmare to like, well, that's kind of fine. So that stress ball uh, being over with is kind of like the mm-hmm. biggest, coolest, most awesome thing that's like we can handle it. Um, oh, we get we did get Kia Boyd. That was it wasn't a Kia boy. There's no like awesome. Are you familiar with the Kia situation? They're just extremely easy to steal. Yeah, it's and it's very like a easy to social break into. media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a social media thing. Um, yeah. and so we there's no like cool TikTok video of this psychotic. Oh, that's a shame. Minor. I know. <laughs> I'm like, at least we could get like, I, I'd be searching the hashtag like, oh man, yeah. that'd be fun at least. But that's yeah. not what was up. This was just like a standard, yeah. and mostly like I'm, I, you know, we're okay. I'm. Yeah. Very concerned for this person. I hope that because they're a juvenile, it doesn't follow them in their life. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, this isn't. Uh, that's not like a choice that you make. Um, like living in a like being able to discern fantasy from reality, like as an adult, yeah. this is not an adult choice. Yeah. No. 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 And so, and the, there's a lot of mitigating factors that probably make it worse. And I'm, I'm like scared and sad for this child that made this choice. And mm. I really hope that it doesn't follow them. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, so yeah, that's man having that done. Like I'm still kind of like decompressing from <laughs> uh, from that like yeah. situation. So that's sort of where. So that it's again sounds bad. Actually, very good is a great thing. And, yeah, it's great. You know, I appreciate I, I I appreciate it getting taken care of, and and now we can kind of yeah, we're still doing kind of. Was like two hour blocks of birthday over several weeks <laughs> is what we're yeah. doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, what's your good thing? I have an idea as to what it might be. Am I, I wrong? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you do. No, no. I mean, I mean that the happy. I, I finished the theme tune. That that that's, oh, that's what I thought. That's what I figured that would be. <laughs> no, no, no. I I am happy about that. And and hey, we have yeah. a theme tune, everybody. Um, I hope you like it. Um, uh, but um. Quotes are subject to change as and when I feel. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, no, it, it, it's not that at all. But it's been it's been okay, superseded okay. by um, I I cool. had a bit of a whirlwind twenty four hours in Manchester um, this this last week, um, where on the Friday um, I went in and hung out with my little brother for a bit, and and um, my older brother Rob had bought uh, me and Evan both tickets to go and see Hamilton. Um, which is touring at the moment, mm. um, you know, just, uh, I, I think he saw it in London and he was like, 
you both have to see it. You both have to see it. It's, it's so good. And I'm like, well, it's my favorite musical. So fine. Um, and so went to see it. And um, yeah, terrific. Um, you know, I'm, I'm nitpicky because it's, you know, my my kind of field, my kind of area, the, the music side of it. The you? Idea, the, me? I know. Never. I know. I know. Who'd have thunk it? Um, and I've, I've done musical theatre. I've studied the acting bit and all of that as well. So, you know, um, I, I perhaps have, have higher standards than are reasonable. Um, but, uh, you know, and there are a couple Again. Of <laughs> <laughs> but there are there there are a couple of technical issues in like the the first few tracks, the first few songs, but um, they it all came together and like it was it was great from there on out. And the second half was completely flawless, and I spent most of that crying, um, in a good way. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was that was really terrific. Um, and it was nice getting to hang out with my little brother. I um, we were, we got some food beforehand. He had his first ever burrito. Um, what? Know, he's, I know, <laughs> I know. He's 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 what? He's twenty. So I'm like, how how is this? How has this never occurred? He's he's never had like an actual burrito un until that moment. Things are different. Things are different. Things are like, different. Okay. Things are okay. different. But that is still a pretty common food over here these days. Like nowadays, yeah. you know. I'd definitely had one before the age of twenty. I um, can't necessarily track down my first burrito of a given month, let alone yeah, my entire yeah. life. And that's in my crazy. opinion, that's the way everyone should live. Burritos that's are fantastic. Really nuts. Um, well, but I also, I, I'm not trying to judge. You know what I mean? No, no, like, no, I'm not no, trying no, to no, judge no, I, and be like, what in a, the shit? Not a judgment. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, but it's it, it, one of those cultural things. Uh, but I was surprised right. as well. So it was like, well, we're doing this then. Um, and, you know, fairly quick and easy to eat before we go into a show. Great. Um, and then, that's a so big then. part of it. Yeah, that's, I, uh, that's one of the <laughs> biggest burrito benefits there is. Exactly. So then I I slept on on his floor which is great in university halls um you know I'm, I'm 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 getting to the point where where that's that's getting more uncomfortable but you know what not the worst floor i've slept on it's fine um and uh and then the following so the rugby was on the following day hung out in a hung out in a pub with Ivan watching wales play england was a great match for the first 70 minutes and then we lost um and then after that okay. we joined by is that how my... rugby only works now because that's how i feel is that's been my impression i feel do you know what that there's there's a there's a theme with the welsh team i'm gonna say that <laughs> there is a running yeah. theme at the All moment right. um that i'm not happy about you know we had our hopes up it was going to be a historic win against england and then as always when it comes to wales versus england you know i'm, I'm just inevitably disappointed um it, it kind of mirrors our history quite well, to be honest. Um, Too much but, pressure, right? Um, and and yeah, and then we were joined by Rob, who bought us the Hamilton tickets, and then us three went to see a band called The Scratch because um, I'd, I'd bought them tickets for Christmas. Um, and have you ever heard of The Scratch? Mm -mm. So they're an Irish band. Um, and as my little brother described when listening to them for the first time, oh, they're very Irish, aren't they? Went, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> um, and and as, as in, you know, Irish accents and all of this, and, and it comes through in their music and everything. Um, but they're, they're kind of, there's, there's, kind of elements of traditional Irish kind of Celtic music uh, within what they do. And then there, mm -hmm. there are kind of punk rock lyrics coming through. Um, and and their last album, you've, you've got kind of elements of, of Tool and some heavier stuff coming through. Um, Faith No More. And like, it's, it's, there is, there's some crazy shit. Um, and I kind of, I, I, 
I had no idea what they were like live, but I was like, I, I want to see what the, I, I'm, I'm, I have an intuition that it's going to be nuts. And yeah, fucking raucous from start to finish. It was, it right. was fantastic. Excellent, excellent band. Sold out room. It was, it was just a really great time. And um, oh, they're playing nice. the states. Um, they're they're supporting the Dropkick Murphys uh, at the moment. Um, and I think they're doing a headline show in Chicago, actually, in I don't know March, May, some point soon. Um, but um, but hey, you never know. Might might be able to catch them. Um, and they've got a few headline shows. Um, I I haven't posted about it on social media yet, but I will soon because I've got some videos from the night, and they were just berserk. It was great. Cool. Um, yeah, and that that's my whole that's my whirlwind twenty four hours in Manchester, and it was it was great. I had a wonderful that sounds time. Awesome. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Blowing off some steam, taking in some culture, um, and and the like. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really cool time. Nice. Uh, now well, that's we, awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm very, very pleased. Very, very pleased. Uh, now we have a show to do, and normally here we would thank some new patrons, but we've not got any new ones this week. So what I do want to do is take a second to ask our audience: Hey, if you like the show, um, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, it's a big help to us as a show, helps us reach more people, and lets us know what you like about the show, which is actually really important to us. Um, so you know, if you could leave us a review, we'd be super duper grateful. Um, nonetheless, if anyone wants to support us in what we do, become an Awakening Wonder, join the Invisible Hand, or donate on an elevated tier, head to patreon.com slash onbrand, and you will have our eternal gratitude. It is this which allows us to be editorially independent and ad-free. As a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off-Brand, where we discuss anything but Russell Brand. And this week has been part one of what is a four-and-a-half-hour discussion about the CIA. Um, this first part gets into some of the main operations of the CIA, have undertaken and it's really interesting um very much very much lauren leading the way and me going oh shit um you know yeah <laughs> i feel like you were the one that got hit in the face of the fish over and yeah over. a little Finally, bit little bit tables turn <laughs> <laughs> the turns have tabled damn it yeah um, and that's certainly like it's what that's also what the inside of my house sounds like most of the time yes um yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like i've i've mentioned alluded to it a little bit and a few I, I do enjoy it. There's a couple of folks that um, have been like, I don't think they're talking about the CIA enough. And I was like, oh, well, hold my <laughs> well beer. <then. laughs> well and then. so, yeah. And so, yeah, that's going to be split up into two parts um, because we yep. just kind of had a lot. Yeah. To, yeah. We, we figured we're like, OK, let's just do it. Let's go whole hog and, and hit it. And I'm glad that we did. So, yep. yeah, we've got. It's you don't have to listen to the whole thing in one go, and it's also not going to be yeah. The next one's going to be up like probably this weekend. So yeah, that'll be out Sunday. Be able to get to it. It's scheduled for Sunday. It will be out then. Yeah, Um, yeah. Wow, wow. Whole thing. It was uh, yeah, super interesting. Um, Yeah, so head to Patreon.com/slash/onbrand to check that out. Um, And please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube or if you're listening to the Spotify app, the video should come up there too. Now then, um, so remember when I said, oh man, hopefully we won't have to deal with Tucker Carlson again for a while. Remember that? 
<laughs> yeah, it turns I out I'm, I, I'm I don't a... like you saying that. <laughs> I don't know how to respond because I don't like that you said that. Neither do I. Um, yeah, <laughs> it turns out I might have jinxed it because um, America's whitest man went to Russia and interviewed Vladimir Putin, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a way to describe that interaction, it's right? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's because I mean it's kind of a historic event on its face, right? But the, yeah. the the the, the, re- yeah. the reality, however, is something else entirely. So, did you watch the interview? Did you watch the whole thing? I have. I've oh, <laughs> plenty plenty of clips have made their way across uh-huh. my feed, so I uh-huh. haven't gone and watched it. Okay, Again, okay. It's probably we've had a best. lot of other <laughs> yeah, yeah, total bullshit going on. Um, boy. Uh, <laughs> Tucker was uh, out. Uh, what well, I can say, out of his depth. That's. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely fair. <laughs> it felt like uh, like is this did the onion do this? Like that feels very hard times or the onion or like crack duck. It didn't feel it felt very yeah. college humor. It mm. t- there was something very surreal about to where like I don't know if I can stomach I I knew I couldn't stomach it all in one go. Obviously mm. it was very involved, but like mm-hmm. I j- it's yeah. also it, crazy. It's, like it's nuts. It was. Tucker, it was a lot. It was. What are you doing, why buddy? You, why did you do that? Why yeah. did you do that? Yeah, that's a valid question in this scenario. Um. Okay. So obviously, yeah. I've I, I I've watched it. Um. Start to finish, and I've I've also taken in some other media outlets' takes and coverage of the yeah. thing. Yeah. Some I agree with, some I disagree with. Um. But today we're only going to be covering the portions that Russell deals with on his show. Um, but in, in terms of the interview itself, there are a couple of main takeaways. Um, first, Tucker and Putin were working at achieving different things from that interview, which <laughs> it leads to a really weird dynamic that is both cordial and threatening simultaneously. Um which I mean, keep uh, talking. I'm sorry. I'm no, trying no, to laugh away from them. No, it is absurd. It is absurd. No, it's fine. Uh, um, consequently, for most of it, Putin is giving non-answers to softball leading questions in between giving Tucker Carlson the business, which I will ad- I will admit that's pretty great. I enjoyed the that. The full business. <laughs> the full business. The warehouse full of business. Um, like. The- the, the second, the second, and I think probably the most important actual point um, is that during that interview, Putin went on a thirty-minute recounting of specific portions of Russian history in service of making his point that Ukraine isn't a real country mm-hmm. and is in fact part of Russia anyway. Mm-hmm. So what's the big deal? Um, and that completely runs counter to everything the alt-right has been saying about Putin for the last two years. That oh, he's not trying to take it over; he just wants to get rid of the Nazis and make sure his border isn't threatened by NATO. Except, no, he makes his case very clear in this interview that he believes Ukraine is just part of Russia, Ukrainians are actually just Russians, and everyone should stop making such a fuss. Uh, yeah, um, not, not great. Um, now, 
I mention all of this up top of the episode because, well, this show of Russell's has a bit of a different format to usual. See, normally he leaps straight into fluff content and starts riffing on it while the content then gets gradually darker and more serious in tone until we're eventually blaming COVID vaccines for the rise in child deaths in the UK and then we can all go home because mission accomplished. Um, this show, however, we get a monologue from Russell up top. Uh, he comes out of the gate with his feelings on the interview, and it takes quite a while for him to actually get to showing any of it, which is unusual. And I have a theory as to why, which I'll expand on in a little bit. But first, let's let's let him introduce the show. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining me today for Stay Free with Russell Brand. And it is an extraordinary day for journalism. It's an extraordinary day for free speech because you combat your ass. But whatever you think of that conversation between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, if the globalist establishment could censor it and prevent you from watching it, they could. They can't. So what they'll do instead is tell you that it's propagandist, that Tucker's not a proper journalist. Indeed, I saw one ridiculous claim that we'll get into in a minute that Putin looked saggy and out of breath, that his eyes were hurting, that his mouth was melting, that he was drooling on screen, that he didn't look very well. Whoa, it's getting crazy in here. It's, a, it's an astonishing event, this, for members of our community, because if you are a regular viewer of independent media, many things that you heard Vladimir Putin explaining to Tucker Carlson, you'll be familiar with. To you, things like the 2014 coup and its significance, that's not, well, what do you mean? What coup in 2014? Or the impeachment or encroachment of NATO on former Soviet territories, you'll be familiar with that. Or a verbal deal between Gorbachev and Reagan. You'll have heard that before. All of these things will be familiar to you if you take responsibility for watching independent media instead of propagandist media. Now, it would take <laughs> a naive person indeed to assume that there's not such a thing as Russian propaganda. Of course there is. In fact, some great art came from the movement of Stalinist Russian propaganda. But is there such a thing as Western propaganda? I would say so. Hey, that's a nice little tie-in to uh, to what will be part two. To our CIA. Yeah, yeah, part two of our CIA conversation <laughs> discussing how the CIA have affected the culture by aggressively funding the arts in certain ways, and we do mention Soviet era art specifically as a contrast. That's, uh, I know it was a long time that we talked about it. That was yeah. still an overview. Like what yeah. I had was yeah. an overview. Was like a yeah. a, a light dusting <clears throat> on top of the donut of propaganda mm -hmm. <laughs> pushed by the West in the Cold War. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Brand, everybody. Uh go have a yeah. look. Uh, <laughs> I also I I'm I I feel bad because I feel like my like the slumber party laughter, like you have there's like a normal adult I'm laughing at a thing that's funny. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a you should be asleep, but you're not little mm. kid, I can't stop laughing funny. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. and I, I don't I, I'm I, I don't want to take it lightly that Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin had this exchange, right? I, I, I'm not taking it lightly necessarily, but just mm. the moving parts within the actual object itself. The, the, I, I think, the quote unquote interview I is fucking hilarious. Like the it's just, concept of it was serious. It was it was worrying until it happened. And then and then since then we've all just been going <laughs> But the, the absurdity Again, yeah. what we talked about in this, the CIA thrives, and mm. I, I'm not saying this in like a fucking, like, I know it sounds tinfoil hat, right? But like the absurd, the, the absurdity of something 
pretty that should be serious and is in fact actually serious like that works in in the favor of a propagandist because mm. then people are like oh look at this stupid thing like it can be stupid and funny but we still have to take it seriously but i feel mm. like i am communicating that i've crossed the slumber party rubicon <laughs> of like i just can't stop giggling about it like the notion of like anyone putting themselves in a room with a, an expert KGB man of <laughs> yeah, that level right. is like <laughs> willingly, scary. And intentionally, well, and it's oh, not. A, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's, it's that's not that's that's not a like a conspiracy. Like he has a career mm. in the. I, I would be just as uncomfortable with a CIA person that was uh, had the most power in a whole. You know, like that. that yeah, that was it's that scary was either way. The country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's scary either way, you know, like Sidney Gottlieb, also very, you know, like that's very scary. Like that they're, uh, you know, like there's, I just don't, wh oh, why would you do it? And then it's, but then the absurdity just kicks in. So I don't want anyone to yeah. think that I'm taking it lightly, but at the same time, oh my God. It's very yeah, funny. No, it's, it's, per it's perfectly fine. And, and there, there are moments of, <laughs> of this show that will veer between, okay, this is a problem and oh my Mike is just absurd, um, because because this this is the world we live in now. Apparently, uh, anyway, I feel like video is going to know a lot more about when and how much I'm laughing because I'm going to try to keep it. I'm going to try yes, to keep it yeah, 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 under yeah, control. Leading, yeah. yeah. Um, so <sighs> so right out the gate, we can see where Russell is going to land here, and it's incredibly predictable because he's been touting Russian propaganda for quite some time. But I'll make it nice and clear: he very much is siding with Putin and the Russian government uh, in the interview putin of course rattles off a good chunk of the very propaganda that russell and his ilk have been spreading for the last two years which is why russell says oh if you're in independent media spaces you'll know all this uh, as if they haven't just been parroting whatever the strongman god king says the entire time um the 2014 coup for instance as he calls it was not a coup and there is nothing to substantiate it being a coup it was a revolution in ukraine led by the people of that country to oust russian influence from their government Etc. 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 Um. Yeah. Now, uh, Russell has a point to make about how the world thinks that Russell's audience are idiots. Ask yourself this question: Why is Russia Today banned on YouTube? Is it because you're so vulnerable and so delicate that if you watched Russia Today and they went, "Russia is wonderful country," you'd go, "Yeah, Russia is a wonderful country." Bloody the West. This is it's like the simplification and reductivism that's applied to this to matters such as this. And indeed, the insulting superciliousness, the condescension, the way they regard you. They think that we are idiots. They don't think we're capable of watching an interview between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin and going, mm, that's probably true. Mm, I don't believe that. It's a bit big, that room. has an enormous carriage clock. Bloody hell. Now. I've known many a seemingly very bright person taken down a conspiracy pathway, um, especially since the pandemic times, and, and while there are ample studies proving a correlation between intelligence or lack thereof and likelihood of being dragged down the conspiracy pipeline, I don't think that's all there is to it. Um, I, I don't think all of Russell's audience are idiots, um, though doubtless at least some of them are, based on the Rumble and Locals chats, um, but I do think they are an audience particularly susceptible to propaganda and conspiracy theories and the same concept can yeah sorry yeah well it's it's not about intelligence right like I, I, it's not about intelligence mm, it, mm. it's about the ability to rationalize 
um, it's, 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 it's the power of rationalization, which sometimes people that are very smart, very often people that are very smart. And if you know mm. anything about cults, again, true crime, my, my true crime, my, my true crime bones, you know, are, are rattling over here. Like, I, I, I think that it's really unfair to even do the stupid and smart thing. Mm, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying yes to what you're saying. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that the, the, the ability to rationalize and to intellectualize, to justify maybe some behavior or choices or, or information that would otherwise be, you'd kind of throw it out immediately and be like, Oh mm. no, that's absurd. But because there's a rationalization and there's like an appeal to someone's intellect is specifically why very often smart, capable people can be sucked into these types of traps. And it's Absolutely. unfortunate. It's another thing. It's like, oh, well, cults are so stupid and crazy. Look how absurd it is when like, no, we need to take um, cognitive dis like induction of cognitive dissonance very, very seriously. Yeah. To be yeah, able to yeah. induce, I should say, induction is. Yes. Yeah, 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 to yeah, induce yeah. cognitive dissonance <laughs> in. Inducement? In, 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 yeah. It's. Yeah. There's I a think word I, for it. I think that's, that's a kind a, of oven. I don't, uh, yeah, I think that's <laughs> yes. I think it's yeah. a cheaper kind of oven. We need but, to be concerned uh, about yeah. the air fryers, everybody. Right? This is this is the problem. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing is like I I I hate that. I mean, I hate a lot of uh, the smoke and mirrors and generalizations that Russell does. But mm -hmm. I feel like he does this. They're calling us stupid a lot. Yeah, and like I do think. Plenty of people on the left, plenty of people in general, plenty of people on the left. Yes, they're dunking and yes, they're calling people stupid. And I think that's really irresponsible and unfair. And I do think there's more people than ever in public discourse mm. talking about how maybe we don't insult people because they don't deserve to be insulted. Mm. Um, they're, they have a reason why they're in this space and they have a reason why they rationalize and, and it's, they're a reason why they're buying into a narrative. And we need to look at the material conditions around that um, yeah. ability to buy into the narrative. I have a lot Maybe and I think this is a muscle I've exercised over many years, an emotional muscle that like I have a lot of empathy for people that find themselves in these places. Like, yeah. um, yeah, it, yeah. it's it makes me I this is nothing new. I think for regular listeners, you know, that like it makes you really sad to hear these people yeah. be hurt. It's 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 really difficult. And and I think especially when um, when someone like Russell, you know, a good portion of the time that he spends is saying, oh, no you listener you audience are more intelligent than the legacy media and the drones who just watch all of that mm -hmm. you know how to rise above it and that appeals to the ego of intelligent people everywhere um and Bingo. And, and there we go Bingo. And, and yes exactly <laughs> yeah and there they go um the same concept can broadly be applied to tucker carlson's audience uh, which is why yeah. a good number of people were very justifiably concerned about this interview and how it could lead to a lot more people taking Putin's propaganda at face value and ultimately working in service of the Russian government. Um, 
Now, I do want to quickly address what is sort of a good point badly made nestled within what Russell is saying, uh, which is that the Western perception of Russia as a country and its people is, generally speaking, incredibly reductive and at least a little oh, bit yeah. derogatory. Okay. Um, we, yeah. we, we got into this as well briefly in the off-brand CIA discussion, either part one or part two, I can't recall, um, as to how when many Westerners picture Russia, you know, they see babushkas waiting in breadlines in the snow. Um, yeah. You know, this is a very genuine problem within the western media sphere and i don't see much of the media reporting on russia doing anything to solve the problem they've created no. um and that's without even no. getting into the conflation of the russian people with the russian government yeah. um two different things often very entirely fucking separate things um it's a discussion worth having there's a lot of nuance there and listeners i invite you to examine your own biases on that front because it's virtually impossible not to have been fed this kind of picture at least once in your life um you know there, there's a great discussion that could be had and one would argue that stay free with russell brand could serve that function in some way or another That's but no true. Um, we're, we're just gonna point at it, say the West is silly, and go on to casually justify a genocide instead. Wonderful yeah. times. Well, and I don't know if we're gonna get to this, and uh, you can, you know, let me know. Stop, stop me if you heard this one. But okay. what I did notice, um, I, I think that acting like this is sudden, you know, or like new, that, um, maybe, you know, right wing, the, the right wing tacosphere, um, talk. T-A-L-K, not T-A-C-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't think that went out until it came out of my mouth. But uh the like the MAGA and even like especially QAnon, um, early QAnon rallies or whatever, hmm. once once Trump was elected, basically, there started to be those like crazy, um crazy t-shirts like etsy t-shirts and 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 cricket moms going kind of wild with the with their tumblers merch saying instead like my entire life russia was like a uh a stand-in word for bad place yeah, like enemy oh yeah. move to yeah. russia go yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you want to do that go to russia oh if yeah, you yeah. were only in russia blah 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 yeah, yeah. and then on a dime like there was a day where everyone just uh, like this like extreme far-right maga crowd decided actually russia's great mm. russia has been courting the american christian right actively mm -hmm. for a number of years i don't know where the chicken and the egg even goes there but i do mm. remember once there used there started to be more coverage of QAnon and 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 uh, you know the QAnon kind of rally um what the the <laughs> what it looked like like what what they were saying on their t-shirts which is shockingly obvious um they do literally wear their thoughts and feelings right upon their chest it's true yeah uh yeah. merch merch is like a big thing and <clears throat> it mm -hmm. just was like overnight uh, you know like this this kind of john birch mccarthyism all this project to hate russia that was just so emphatic in dissolved. america overnight <laughs> yeah overnight just gone like oh we want putin like we want like shirts that are like trump and putin like yay together that's awesome i'm a big fan of putin the yeah. same guy who like last week <laughs> had a totally different uh conception uh, and yeah. that was very jarring to me mm -hmm. and i knew these chickens would come home to roost <laughs> 
And I believe that's exactly what we're going to be talking about is the chickens getting all comfy and roosting. Like, I, just, I that's how, kind of how it feels. Um, there, there's definitely, definitely some straw being settled into. I'm going to say that. I, I <sighs> yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah, we 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 get a couple of glimpses of things in a little bit. Um, in, in fact, I, I do have some stats on Russell's audience and their susceptibility to propaganda, specifically in just a little bit. Um, but for for now, let's look at a bad piece of reporting from the Sun, a UK tabloid, uh, before Russell gets into some geopolitics. Celebrate now. Instead of this, we're told Vladimir Putin. Let's kind of just see the headline that said that. Um... These are oh, the Sun one. I love the Sun. The Sun is a British newspaper. Look at look at this. Sickly Putin, not comfortable in his own skin as he sags and twitches and looks emaciated. Now, if you've actually watched this for yourself, you'll know that he did not look uncomfortable in his own skin or sag or twitch or look emaciated. He looked like he had an incredible grasp of regional history and politics, some co a complex understanding of concepts such as nation. This is a very important interview. I know already that you're familiar with Edward Said's great work, Orientalism, where he introduced philosophically the concept that in the West we have a particular perspective of the Muslim world, that the Muslim world doesn't have a right to their own trajectory, that they don't have their own history, their own narrative, their own stories. And that's a pretty good approach if you want to conquer the Muslim world and get their resources, like in the Iraq war, like in the coming soon Iran war, like in the constant, the Suez Canal crisis. If you say, hold on a minute, aren't that... Oh, isn't that another region with its own autonomy and its own authority? Is this assumption of supremacy, does it mean that we're legitimizing an agenda that's not beneficial to ordinary Americans, not beneficial to ordinary Brits, but beneficial to the establishment elite? That's why they don't want you watching Vladimir Putin versus Tucker Carlson. Versus, really? Uh, um, one thing that always occurs to me whenever the likes of Russell start talking about wars is how short or possibly selective their memory is. Um, when discussing Ukraine, for instance, you'll find that there's almost never a discussion of Ukraine prior to 2014, as though it somehow didn't exist until they decided to get rid of the Russian influence in their government, and then suddenly there was an issue with the place. How strange. Um, but in talking about the Middle East specifically, uh, first, no one in Russell's audience has read the 1978 book Orientalism by Edward Said. I mean, a couple yeah. of them might have done, but come on. Um, it, it, the book itself does badly make the case that all Western academic study of the Orient, so Asia, North Africa, and the Middle East, is inextricably tied to Western imperialism and acts in furtherance of that aim. Um, Well-intentioned, possibly, but there are many issues with it, including significant historical inaccuracies, and Russell's simplistic takeaways from the book are actually a very generous reading of it, in my view. Nonetheless, what he's saying is that, aha, the West wants to take over and control what he calls the Muslim world. Um, given that Islam is a, re a religion and ideology that theoretically has no borders, it's a little difficult to pass, but let's assume he means the Middle East and the countries he brings up. Um, to my mind, there is a big part of this discussion being intentionally left out of the equation by Russell, and that's that the West is predominantly Christian. Um, and so, actually, the whole concept really harks back to religious wars like the Crusades. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the whole pick Christian one. country... Yeah, pick one. We've got many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the 
whole con yeah the, the the whole christian countries invading muslim countries concept does bring me to my broader point um that russell also conveniently leaves out which is that in 1979 russia invaded afghanistan and stayed there for 10 years yeah. and like i'm not into whataboutism so let me make it clear that russia doing it does not then justify the u.s doing the same thing both were abhorrent and unjustified but as with all of russell's content the things he chooses not to cover paints a glaringly obvious picture he will shit on the u.s yeah. and the west in general while leaving christianity out of any discussion and the fact that russia have engaged in the exact same atrocities as the u.s because well he likes christianity and he likes the russian government and yeah mm. yeah yeah that and that yes and um that so the oriental like that there were several moments that i brushed up against that book and quotes from that book and that author orientalism right, orientalism, right? Orientalism, um, yeah. whenever yeah when i was doing my little history corners mm -hmm. um which i uh i have a very different view of um you know and, and i think that it is appropriate to analyze and scrutinize a western view of sure of yeah. history yeah yeah i that's i think yeah we all agree on that for yeah, sure yeah, absolutely. um so there's more of um, maybe wiggle room as far as the easiest and most straightforward history that is accessible to us or what we learn in school or whatever. Mm -hmm. So certainly like make mentioning with an asterisk, like, well, maybe the history isn't quite what we were talking about. And maybe it's actually a lot older and more complicated and interesting mm -hmm. um, than the, you know, the, the full on demonization that I grew up with post nine 11. Yes. Um, so I think that especially in that part of the, it, it, to me, it's, it's heartbreaking in a very special specific way. that hurts my feelings that mm. that area of the world has such an old culture and, and, I'm, and and the the folkways are so interesting yeah. and unique yeah um and that's just all getting thrown away <laughs> it's really yes. uh it's depressing and and i don't like seeing it come i don't i don't mm, i don't like this one bit uh yeah i don't like the the oversimplification is disheartening to me yes no i, I absolutely i i completely agree there there is so much left out of the discussion a, lo a lot of um dehumanization um of of yes. entire cultures um and and that's a real big problem and and like i said you know orientalism it, very well intentioned it does make some some great points yeah. uh, but un unfortunately yeah. i th i think um uh as far as i could tell um very much kind of paints with a broad brush um in in some aspects and and perhaps takes certain positions a leap too far um you know and that kind of thing yeah but, uh, well and and there was cherry picking by the author right um, it's, there's there's there <laughs> that's also one of those things that like wow i didn't have an extra two weeks to read yeah. all of the critiques because like you know you find yeah. something and then it just keeps going but like there's yeah, yeah. there's debunking of debunking of debunking which the like the funding from the actual book and then the author kind of had their own bias but also if you just mm. address the biases then yeah, you're in, in yeah, saying yeah. well this is my point of view i'm not being definitive one way or another um it, but, but yeah there's there's a lot of questions around the time of publication and the 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 points being published mm. but mm. i don't think anybody is going to be 100 percent either way i think you yeah. you know the responsible thing is to take all these different 
points of view on board and then understand them within the context of a greater picture. For sure. And, and I don't think anyone um, reasonable would argue with the broader point that uh, that kind of, you know, Western imperial views on, on the Orient, um, as, as it's described, yeah. um, are less than great, uh, you know, and, yeah, and, totally. and um, not helpful. Um, now, to continue uh, Russell's monologue, he gets to his main feelings on Putin and this interview. Or indeed, even if you think it was a comfortable, cosy chat, who do you want to go in there? Do you want a journalist to go and interview Vladimir Putin and go, Vladimir Putin? I mean, Vladimir Putin was in the KGB. There's no question that Vladimir Putin has people killed. Vladimir Putin isn't like, he's not Dick Van Dyke, is he? He's like a serious dude. That's not the question. We're saying whose propaganda and whose agenda most negatively impacts you? Vladimir Putin's, who, when you watch this interview, I think, and this, I think, is perhaps the most important point, I don't think he's expansionist. I'm not saying that Ukraine don't have their own autonomy and their own sovereignty and their own dignity, but there are other perspectives available. Indeed, what Putin offered at length and extrapolated on in some detail is that that region has a complex history and Ukraine and Russia could be regarded actually as a civil war rather than an international border dispute. In fact, in fact, in America, and maybe this is something we're going to see in coming years, were there secession? If we saw Texas say, we want autonomy, we want to withdraw or if you saw florida uh -huh. withdraw and say we don't want to be bagged up with the rest of this how are we uh -huh. benefiting from being part of a nation an imperialist project that taxes us without representation that bombards us with media that doesn't respect us and tries to censor us that plainly thinks we're a bunch of idiots perhaps you might withdraw imagine if texas withdrew and then russia started arming them uh, uh, i'm confused um so <laughs> This is a bad argument for Russell to be making. Um, Russell is pro. Uh, like, yeah, he's pro secession. I'm like, ooh, he's, he's I don't very, know. He's very pro secession. He made that very clear. He's pro breaking up countries into smaller democracies, smaller communities, as he puts it. Right. He wants everything to be smaller and contained on a local level. So he, so he's just described and indeed vociferously defended something he's in support of, and then used it an as an example of something we should take issue with if Russia started then providing arms and funding to a seceded Texas or Florida. Like, the mental backflips going on here are astonishing. Uh, firstly, much like France funding the American Revolution, it would not surprise me at all if Russia, or China for that matter, sent arms and funds to a seceded Texas or Florida because it works in their interest to have the US as a weaker entity in that scenario. And secondly, this is something you support, you dingus. Um, but, but you're saying then, in this scenario, the morally justifiable thing to do is for the US to invade what is theoretically a sovereign country, in your estimation. But you absolutely definitely would not be okay with that in this example. The cognitive dissonance here is crazy, and my head hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what I got from just what he was like, what he was putting forth yeah, yeah. is is not so much. This is my how I feel, which this is this is a really shitty dodge, in my opinion, mm. is not saying that this is how I my belief, but like, oh, they'll say this next and they'll they'll say this next. You're postulating what the MSM will push as a narrative, which is to me like a a shortcut to saying those things without admitting you believe them. Like it's, well, it's I don't, I don't know. It's an extra complication that he's like I I because 
well, his worldview isn't morally congruous, so I'm not. Well, then, this is what this that... is what's this is what's confusing me. He, he he might very well be framing it in that way, um, but but what what I think what... it's a dodge. I don't think he genuinely feels that way. I think it's just a way to talk about people. What, what, it's like people but, say, you know what but, I mean? It's the people are saying. He's the one taking issue with the U.S. funding Ukraine, which in in what what he's tried to paint is the reverse of that, which which is oh Russia funding a seceded Texas or whatever. I'm not, but you would support that you would want well but that. that's the thing is he can like i think that I, yeah I, I i don't disagree i just think like yeah acknowledging i don't i i don't think he's be i mean shocker he's not honest uh he's not intellectually <laughs> honest but yeah. i'm saying is like he can he can couch it in a way where he's like well this is what they're gonna say which i think in in a listener's mind you can, there's two different ways that you can take that. You can mm. give him the benefit of the doubt and say like, well, he's just postulating how the, and he's using his expertise with the ma mainstream media to assume what they might do. And then you've got another section of your audience that's like, oh, well, he's right. And that's already happening. The way that he said like, oh yeah, it's probably already going to happen as far as like demonizing one side. It's, it is that kind of like good versus evil oversimplified mm. conception that, yeah. And and it is that tit for tat, which I, I don't remember where we talked about this. If it was on uh, on main or on off brand, but like using the device of look over there, that kind of um, hypocrisy. Like, mm -hmm. well, but the uh, the U.S. does it too. Like, yeah, the, no, no, the, no. Yeah, what about that's it? not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's that kind of like, well, they're mm -hmm. doing it too, so like whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, no. No, that's not the conversation we're having. That is a distraction. That's that's a dodge. That's not like yeah, cutting, yeah, like yeah. it's eye for an eye doesn't work. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. We uh, should well, just like do better. What 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 this whole discussion points out to me most severely is is how how. Russell really should be on side with Ukraine. If 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 he had oh, yeah. any any kind of kind of honesty with, with his beliefs, he he should be on side with Ukraine. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, but the, I wouldn't is, be surprised to see the community like the community festival where every all the all the posts are signed Hare Krishna at the end. Yeah. Like they're like posting a, a blue and yellow flag, <laughs> and Maybe. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the marketing. Yeah, is like. Yeah. Is you're looking for crunchy liberal types for make, that would, part of would, your empire. It's, it's the only thing that fits with, with his apparent beliefs. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, exactly. It's, it's, it's oh, incredible. I completely agree. I'm saying like <sighs> the fact like to look at those his even his personal Instagram, which is like very benign, but like mm. relatively even to his coverage here is very fine it's like whatever but even yeah. looking at those two instagram feeds next to each other is like holy shit yeah. what this yeah. is it's so Worlds um apart. schizophrenic mm. yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to go back a minute to the immense red flag in the middle of that clip, which was Russell saying, quote, I don't think Putin is expansionist. I'm not saying oh. Ukraine don't have their autonomy and their own sovereignty and their own dignity, but there are other perspectives available. And not long after, actually, Ukraine and Russia could be regarded as a civil war rather than an international border dispute. <laughs> yep, and, and that. 
You're so, also that. <laughs> when I said that Russell is siding with Putin and the Russian government, holy shit, I meant it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's fucking insane. And it does theoretically run counter, as I've said, to all of what Russell believes about breaking up countries and decentralizing power. But it doesn't seem to matter in this one specific case for some reason. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and to his larger point, saying, um, whose propaganda more negatively affects you? Uh, the implication there is that because we and his audience are in the West, we only need worry about Western propaganda, and things happening in the East shouldn't matter, and we should only think about ourselves individually and not about the suffering of others elsewhere in the world, or whether it's fine to let other countries just invade and take over sovereign nations. Um, it's essentially a libertarian argument taken to the geopolitical level where, that's two other countries we should just let them sort it out why do we care anyway um which i mean tr tremendous because we fuck with everything we mm. america mm -hmm. we fuck with everybody mm. there are so many responsibilities that we have that we are shirking mm. on the international level as far as like foreign affairs go that's why <laughs> we start it a lot and russia starts it because that's what imperial powers does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the there's... lack of accountability or consequences. <laughs> we're living in, you know, we're we're living in the results of of a lack of of like decades of a lack of accountability or consequences for either side. Any hey, sides, I mean, I, 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 I live in the former Ugh. British Empire, so, yeah. uh, so yes, yes, I'm aware of these lack of consequences uh, and, and fucking with everyone, because we still do it just in subtler ways than you. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a very gaslighting, like, it's it's very, it gives very gaslighting, like, uh, it's um, like, oh, why are you yeah. guys so mad? Like, yeah. you, whoa, all the... <laughs> Do co do decades of covert ops, yeah. but it's like, oh, as things get declassified, yeah. <laughs> and now we don't get to be mad about it because it was 50 years ago, but that's also the system that you put in place to keep, to cover your own ass. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, sure. Never mind. Yep. Never yep. mind. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> according to Russell, we should all just we should all just be fine with with other countries taking over other countries willy nilly and and not feel the need to to worry about that at all. Um, fantastic. Yeah. If proxy because, wars because, didn't exist because we're further sure. away, we're further away, and it doesn't matter. And, and and the global powers in any way doesn't matter. Okay, fine. Mm. Um, in further defense of Russia, we once again hear the idea that oh, we shouldn't engage in any conflict with them because they're a nuclear power or if you don't want to attack your imagination too strongly what about the cuban missile crisis when for a moment it looked like on the border or near the border of the united states there would be missiles how did that go down did it go down well or did it nearly lead to a nuclear war and indeed in russia we're dealing with a nuclear superpower so before you engage them militarily perhaps consider a few little things like i don't know armageddon uh, okay um, so the Cuban missile Drag crisis. Her. Yeah, let's go. All right. <laughs> uh, Cuban missile crisis. Very different scenario to what's occurred with Russia and Ukraine and NATO. Um, the most crucial point, I think, being that the U.S. did not invade Cuba, um, nor would they have been right to do so. Like, uh, they, they didn't. It didn't invade any. Nowhere. Nowhere. No one invaded. It's a stupid comparison on a lot of levels, uh, particularly as it points at what was a more reasonable response from the then USSR, which was simply was simply, oh, you've put missiles here, we'll put missiles over there then. 
rather than, oh, you've put missiles here, so we're going to invade a sovereign country. Um, you know, that's that's the distinction between the then and the now. Um, yeah, it's, it's a terrible what? comparison. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm by like, all means, bored. by all means, by all means, tee off. I, I, <laughs> oh no, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, there's not a lot, like he's making, uh, I don't even know what he's, I, I don't know why he's mentioning this because we didn't enter a nuclear war. No, no, we didn't. No. So then why are you using that as a particular example of why we would then it's, it's enter not even, a nuclear it's war? It's not even very analogous, in my opinion. It's um, really not. No. I, like, that's the thing. Is like, I don't, I'm not finding connective tissue. Mm. It's like, the, it involves the US, missiles and the two, sh- you know. Probably not that <laughs> yeah, Might be. <laughs> um, yeah, did kids get taught to, like, crawl under their desks and be terrified when they're all going to be blown to smithereens anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that was upsetting, I mm-hmm. think, for a lot mm-hmm. of Americans, mm-hmm. um, for sure. I, I mean, but, like, and to say that the U.S. has not interfered, um, some ways more effective, some ways hideously embarrassing, um, or t- attempted some quote unquote invasions uh mm-hmm. in in the history with Cuba certainly it's fraught um and certainly it's a lot more antagonistic than the uh, than America would like to even acknowledge but I don't see how this is an example. Mm. No, because it's not. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm like, I'm trying to find anything. And I'm like, that's. But it's, it's also, there. it's still Cold War propaganda. Like, mm. you're you're buying into a different section of Cold War propaganda by invoking a Cuban missile. I mean, didn't you say Bay of Pigs? Like, come on. Like, you're <laughs> invoking a different, like, you're, oh. You can't use you can't use propaganda to argue against propaganda. That doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> Propaganda's all he has left. I um, know, but like <laughs> my invisible friend is gonna beat you up. Oh well, my invisible friend is gonna fight your invisible friend. Okay, what? What are we getting from this? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. What okay. indeed? Jeez, uh, Pete. Anyway, don't go getting into a military <sighs> conflict with Russia. They're a nuclear power. Okay, say I agree to that. Sure. What's the alternative? Because it seems right. to me like the alternative there is letting Russia do whatever they want and, and they can just take Ukraine. Which, again, Russell, you don't want because it contradicts your whole decentralizing power shtick, but also because if we follow that logic to its conclusion, then you're somehow completely fine with the US taking over whatever countries it wants, as well as any other country that has nuclear arms doing the exact same thing. It seems like a messy premise. Um. It's also, it's that maintenance of a status quo, too. Is mm. like, well, if this, if you do enough bad stuff, it's just you're too big to fail. Like that's the thing. Is like, well, if it's bad enough, you just gotta let them do it. Which is <laughs> yeah, a very right. Whiteman <laughs> yes. stance to yes, take. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh boy. Personally uh, to internationally, it seems to crop up a lot. Mm, mm-hmm. 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 Um, now we're we're moving away from the monologue here um, into a few legacy media headlines from the BBC, the Telegraph, and the Independent. And um, Russell, I think, shows his cards just a little bit too much. 
Let's see how the legacy media want you to think about this. While you're still watching us on YouTube, we'll talk about this, but eventually we'll be on that stream of freedom. Putin takes charge, say the BBC, state-funded, member of the TNI. Remember how they behave during the pandemic. Remember whose interests they advocate for. Remember who they work for. Remember this is a centralist, neoliberal establishment that wants you dumb and totally controlled. Uh, TV host gives free reign to the Kremlin. What do you want him to do? Jump on his lap like a disobedient ventriloquist puppet and pump him, punch him upside the chin. In Russia, you don't interview yeah. the president. The president interviews you. Any of you that have seen the propagandist filth surrounding the interviews around Zelensky, who indeed I respect, as I keep telling you, he's a comedian who now runs a country. What a great trajectory to go on. <laughs> have you seen oh, the dear. fawning sycophancy? Have you seen him appearing at the Golden Globes, taking an Oscar from... Remember repetition, um, remember repetition, guys. If you're moderate, if you're watching the chat, just watch out for repetition. Nope. Like, Rumble have you seen all of that? That the, the, pro the constant propaganda. We're not asking whether or not Putin conveys a particular perspective. He's pretty plain on that. He does. What we're asking you is what's the impact of the propaganda that we're generally consuming? Wow. Jealousy um, is a sin, Russell. Sorry you weren't there to get Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, have you seen the propagandist filth around Zelensky? Oh, the, the the bile coming out in in just that sentence. Um, yeah, I, I I will point out to him that appearing via video to the Golden Globes, you know, Zelensky doing that is it's from a year ago, um, in January twenty twenty three. Um, and and yeah, he never had anything to do with the Oscars either. Um, but have you seen the fawning sycophancy surrounding him? Anyway, this Putin guy has an incredible grasp of history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I I uh, 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 I I do like. Um, are we gonna have any more? <laughs> the, the like clickbaity headlines are amazing to me as far as like analyzing what Putin, uh, how he appears and what he looks like. Are we gonna get more of that? Like, that's really not 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 in terms okay. of uh, no no. That was just the sun. Um, yeah, kind of uh, doing doing the oh he looks uh, which I I I. I don't agree that personally. That is so weird. It's, it, it is oh, weird. also I disagree. Yeah, but he, like he, yeah. this handwriting expert ass level of like yeah. reporting he's a, he's is embarrassing. Body. Like I said, tabloid. You know, it's, it's sure, 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 yeah, sure, 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 yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but even like looking at the like what we're, <sighs> I'm so there. Right. So if you're listening, there are headlines on the screen, mm -hmm. which frankly, in Russia, you don't interview the president. The president interviews you by the Telegraph hilarious classic it's pretty funny. i'm here for it <laughs> i i was i grew up in the time when that guy's jokes were still new <laughs> so <laughs> right. i still think that's funny um <laughs> and, and stupid but yeah i don't know it just it feels very superficial i don't th i mean this is all very superficial and i'm concerned and you probably have a similar complaint that coverage being superficial doesn't really accomplish anything like that's yeah seems yeah wasteful yes it's it, it, it uh, i'm i'm in two minds about it um because on the one hand the you know 
big deal on its face. On the other hand, the whole thing was completely absurd. So I'm like, I, I, it, it is, it is difficult um, to know how to put that succinctly. Um, I, right? Um, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, I have, I have taken a look at all three of those articles, and they are more substantive than than just the uh, the the surface bullshit. Thankfully. Um, oh sure, you know. and I'm not necessarily that. That wasn't um, what I was trying to communicate. I think mm. it's just more like. I think that the insinuations as far as like, you know, this is like vile propaganda, because like Russell is saying the words vile propaganda about uh, Zelensky, but he's got headlines next to him. I don't think that's um, I don't think that is an accident that he's like Mm. trying to call any journalism that isn't on his side propaganda and so like lumping all these ideas together visually in one place Mm. i'm not crazy about that you know it's like it's very kind of side eye to me like Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe Mm. like well no no those are two different ideas and regardless of the veracity of either you're gonna have to do mm, i don't like the placement it's the insinuation yeah. that is yeah. making me uncomfortable, right? Yeah, no, that that that's completely fair. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, it's a little bit of a smooth move on Russell's part, whether he intended to or not. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's not great. Somebody did. Somebody, Somebody did. Fucking Gareth Roy. Um, that's again. I have no evidence of that, but I'm 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 fucking sure it's Gareth Roy. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, the stuff that looks slick, I think we can make a safe assumption yeah, probably yeah, <laughs> like yeah it's just it's just yeah there, there are there there are things um now n- next th- there's no other there's no other way to put it really there there's just more defense of putin than the ukraine war well i know that you lot ain't going to want to watch all of it for yourself but we are going to talk you through some of the best bits as well as the reaction here are the things that i think are most significant he says that Russia do not have an interest in expansionism beyond these regions where there are disputes that he is interested in negotiating a peaceful settlement with for. He reminds us that we already know, and you already know, if you operate in independent media spaces, if you watch Jeffrey Sachs, that Boris Johnson was sent out to Kiev to scupper a peace deal, specifically the Minsk Accord. They already had a peace deal. Zelensky had signed a peace deal. Then Boris Johnson came to town and with his usual adorable bumbling ineptitude, scuppered it. And how many people have died since then? The majority of whom are Ukrainian. So this is not anti-Ukrainian. I'm pro-Ukrainian. I'm pro-human <laughs> life. I'm pro-peace, as I know you are too. As Muhammad Ali said, I ain't got no beef with a Viet Cong. Why are, you, why are we marching Fuck. us? around the world to have wars with people I never even met. There are things that I'm sure many of us would be willing to die for. Our family, our loved ones, our gods, our community, some of you, your sports team. But do you want to die for a globalist establishment that you know has been lying to you? What about the Nord Stream pipeline? The Nord Stream pipeline's been blown up by Russia. Putin laughed about that because it's ridiculous. Oof. Um, yeah, he's he's going off on one today. Uh, yeah, he's he's really he's pretty fucking animated over all this Russia stuff. Um, you know, more so than usual. Um, so let's have a let's have a let's have a quick rundown in order there. So, 
Uh, Putin does say he doesn't have an interest in expansionism beyond these regions that are in dispute, as Russell puts it. More on that later. Um, but then again, he also said he wouldn't invade Ukraine. So let's maybe take that with a whole heap of salt, yeah? Gonna say. Uh, <laughs> gonna say. He says a lot of stuff. He says he's a lot been of in things. A position, he's been in a position to <clears throat> say a lot of stuff for a really long time. Really long time. Yep. Yep, exactly. And it's not a secret. It oh. might be hard to find. But it's not a secret. <laughs> no. Um, Putin said he's open to negotiating with Ukraine about a settlement. Not sure about peaceful. Um, but uh, but also that his next phone call to the US will be once he's won the war. So, so I don't know how. Yeah, that's that's uh. not that's not the best uh, best perspective as far as I'm concerned. Um, as for the peace deal, there's no evidence to suggest that Boris Johnson was sent to scupper the peace deal between the Ukraine and Russia in some nefarious plot. Um, the peace deal had, according to Putin, some initials on some pages of it from one of Ukraine's representatives, uh, but it had not been signed by Zelensky. Uh, Johnson did offer his perspective, which was, yeah, we can't trust this Putin guy and um seems justified and there's no guarantee his opinion actually held any sway over the ukrainian government at all um i think the ukrainians probably know better than anyone not to trust putin and were more likely to arrive at that conclusion on their own um and that is entirely putting aside russell's very generous interpretation of boris johnson just being an ineffable idiot um you know just flopsing around the place and is actually no he's a cold calculating son of a bitch who does that deliberately um it's documented yeah Mm. well russell is very susceptible to being caught up in aesthetics obviously isn't he he just (laughs) 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 gestures too to leather jacket um you know he's well yeah i mean it's uh that yeah like that's it's a theme the entire (laughs) picture the entire picture um theme of the show our show is like russell is susceptible to being swayed by aesthetics (laughs) yeah yeah uh, to, to dangerous levels yeah and this is just another we're gonna put that in the bucket we're gonna file that under again maybe maybe that's how we bring him back you know maybe maybe if we just if you think i haven't thought about that a lot like that's a shower thought i have all the time what's the shiny shiny that we could wave in front of him to make him you know come back in the right direction you know what's yeah what's the 10 percent or the five percent change over a long period of time to bring him back yeah. and i mean it'd be money like yeah. it's it's money yeah, but also true. i mean sheesh because <laughs> there's so many th- like he'll go on these t- again he'll go on a bramble and i'm like four fifths of it i'm with you bud okay where are we going mm. i am with you mm. i like maybe i disagree on finer points but i see what you're driving towards and then that last fifth is oh no ma'am no no yep. no yep. i'm gonna back away quickly i'm gonna scramble backwards no no yeah. no Every time. Every time. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Nord Stream pipeline bombing is still unconfirmed, but evidence at present still points to it being a Ukrainian operation, though they vehemently deny all involvement. Um, the initial possibility of it being a Russian operation to sabotage their own infrastructure, therefore justifying further aggression towards Ukraine, isn't that crazy. Um, but it doesn't seem to be what happened in any case. Um, so, yeah. 
And finally, right. Russell is not pro-Ukrainian. Like you can't at this moment in time be pro-Putin and pro-Ukrainian. And Russell has made it very clear he is pro-Putin and very much signed on to the idea that Ukraine is in fact part of Russia. So, mm. yeah, can't have your cake and eat it too, especially Indeed. when human life is at stake. It's just not. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. And he's invoking Muhammad Ali to, <laughs> to go down that road. Come on. Come on. Vietnam War. Yeah, that's the same thing. I mean, it's sure. so it's predictable. I'm like, I'm. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I, st- I think I stopped being surprised at that five years ago. Like, so, yeah. oh, are you sure it wasn't Bill Shakespeare or, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Thomas Jefferson? Same, yeah, same diff? Yeah. No, we, we, we got a quote from a different Bill in a little bit, actually. Um, but, mm. uh, but, but first, let's take a look at the first moment of Putin giving Tucker the business. Yeah, let's have a look at this. This is like, you know, don't ask Vladimir Putin a question if you want a, a short answer. Tell us why you believe oh, the United States might kettle. strike oh. Russia out of the blue. How did you conclude that? It's not that America, the United States, was going to launch a surprise strike on Russia. I didn't say that. Are we having a talk show or a serious conversation? <laughs> Here's we got Carlson laugh in there. I'm pretty. I'm impressed that he even had the courage to do that laugh. Also, what is that room he's in? It's a sort of ballroom. There's an interesting carriage clock. There's some interesting designs on the floor. There's an interesting echo in that room. They should have done something about the echo. Aesthetics! <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's Putin making my boy Tucker look very, very silly. Quick, let's talk about literally anything else. Look at the big clock, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so this, I feel like the interpreter, like the, the interpreter's voice mm-hmm. is so rotted i love like it's so the sassy. tone of even the person yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's there's great a lot, there's a lot that's of salt is, coming like, through <laughs> i thought that's like the first couple of clips i'm like oh this is a joke this is a daily show bit yeah yeah they've, like, re- they've replaced thought, the audio yeah with that's something what I'm yeah yeah, no. That's why it feels like the onion, you know, it's yeah. like, there's yeah. no way even the interpreter sounds like that. Oh, yeah. but he does. Absolutely and does. I'm like back to here for it. This, this it's hard to even Putin's listen to what choice. he's saying. Cause it's like so rotted. Like, it's oh. so dry. So incredibly. And also like, oh. I, I, that's how I feel about Tucker Carlson. Like, yes, drag her. Yes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I it's... can't help, but also enjoy- it's like bad. This is bad, but. It wow. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the entertainment value is top notch. <laughs> two, two people you hate, and one of them just tearing the other one a new one. You're like, well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it. I can't help it. I just I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, so shady. Yeah. So shady. So this was, of course, one of the various moments of the interview I enjoyed. Um, Putin essentially saying, "You got your big boy pants on, Tucker." Do you? Um, and, and Tucker nervously laughing as a response because, well, for a start, he's so used to anyone on the right wing simply yes-anding anything he says, towing the uh-huh. usual alt-right conspiracy lines. And then for this interview, not only was he made to wait for Putin for two hours, uh, but at the top of the interview, Putin starts digging into him, which is not only unexpected, but you're in his country and this man has journalists murdered for breakfast. Never, what? never have I seen a bigger oh fuck laugh than that one <laughs> i know Tucker. i feel like alton brown <laughs> oh. is better equipped to enter this interview 
Yeah. You like, know, like... T- t- Tucker is a juicy idiot steak willingly putting himself in a cage with a tiger. <laughs> that's, that's what he's doing. And he has just realized in that moment. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> what have I done? Oh. I... Oh, delicious. I mean, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, now, next, we've got some more reasons um, not to go to war with Russia. The quote. <laughs> Thank you. It's a formidable series. Because your basic education is in history, as far as I understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have been spying on you for some time. Very much like the American government who tried to prevent this interview happening when you were working at Fox News. Like, I'm not naive about Russia and Russia's nuclear Just weapons and Russia's agenda and Russia's intentions and people that have died as a result of messing with Russia. All we're really querying is, do you want to put another $60 billion into a war that's frankly unwinnable? No one wins wars against Russia. We know this. What worries me perhaps most of all is the fact that our autodidactic instinctive understanding of global politics is closer to the truth than what the globalist agenda has conveyed to us. Like, hold on a minute, you can't have wars with Russia, can you? Like, didn't Napoleon try that? Didn't Hitler try that? Haven't they got, like, nuclear weapons? And also, just bear in mind this idea. Putin has a vision for an end to this. We've started negotiations, we're up for negotiations, we will negotiate. What's Joe Biden telling you? Is there a, is there, what's the end point for Joe Biden? I mean, they're, they're, they're saying that you're up for negotiations and then the reality that you're up for people capitulating to your demands. Um, and, and in political speak, the two can sound pretty much identical when you remove all context of who is saying those words. Right. <laughs> oh, right. dear. Um, as for you don't win wars against Russia, it's not possible... There are literally dozens of wars Russia has lost through its history. Um, And yes, Hitler didn't fare too well in the Second World War. That is absolutely true. The man tried for a land war in Russia in winter, which is strategically ill-advised. Most importantly, of course, no one is invading Russia at this moment, and no one is suggesting that we do that. Um, The aim of the West and Joe Biden, most probably, is, of course, to get Russian troops to fuck off back to Russia and out of Ukraine. Um, And there is the looming possibility of US troops being sent to Ukraine if things escalate or get drastically worse. Um, But I, I did, of course, have a thought. If you're believing the narrative that Ukraine is part of Russia, then technically to those people, if you send US troops to Ukraine, that would be a US invasion of Russia. Which is insane. That That is that is an insane way to think about the world, but I can see how they would spin it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, to go back to just the, the, the not acknowledging history (laughs) like not acknowledging (laughs) the actual complex history of either like any of these like huge military powers like the 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 ability for russia or the united states to absorb losses Mm. is their strength like that's what military strength is at this day and age you don't have to go in and like they can go in for these long protracted misery you know like immiserating conflicts Mm -hmm. which seems to be the order of the day for the last you know, 70 years so mm. uh, which also terrible idea um yeah. maybe stop it like maybe knock it off just everybody yeah everybody stop because yeah. you don't think there's going to be a quagmire and there is a quagmire and if you're surprised there's a quagmire you're bad at your job so 
the ability for one country to absorb the quagmire and deal with the quagmire and also, you know, like shield their actual uh, citizens from it is their strength. So like, you're not necessarily saying they're, you know, it just, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm agreeing with you that yeah, yeah, Russell yeah, is yeah. not considering the reality, and, like and the also obvious reality. Just the concept that warfare hasn't moved on at all since the Second World War um, is is uh, baffling to me. But um, but there we go. We should use that and Napoleon as an example as to why not to tussle with Russia. Okay. Uh, now, Weird. Next, he starts with saying something I sort of agree with, um, and predictably things go south not long after. Uh, and, and do you have any recent references of what the agenda of the military-industrial complex might be? For example, I don't know, Afghanistan, a war that drains $2 trillion of, by the way, let me remind you, your money, your money taken to fund that war. And do you think Afghanistan's True. in a better state now? Do you think America's in a better state? I'll tell you he's in a better state. Raytheon's in a better state. Lockheed Martin's True. in a better state. Curiously, yeah. you know, they spend uh, quite a lot of money lobbying and donating to the two political parties that Agreed. run your nation, that control Problem. our nation, that control all of us, and then tell us that we mustn't watch this because it's propaganda. Mm -mm, I think uh, propaganda's a two-way street. Yes. So if you don't mind, I will take only 30 seconds or one minute to give you a short reference to history. This is half an hour before that thing ends. Have a look at this lovely meme that was going around. Mr. Poon, why did you invade Ukraine? Four billion years ago, the Earth was in its cooling phase. But that is an interesting point, actually, in itself. You can go full screen now. Because, in effect, no, on me, on me, God bless you. <laughs> on me, that's done. We've done that. So this is why I'm watching. Um, so, like, uh, because a nation is a complex thing. A nation is also a construct. A nation is an agreement, an accord. For example, if you're American, you're watching this now, you might think, oh, you know, the border between the US and Mexico, a lot of problems there, but you will be familiar of course, that Los Angeles and Texas and San Diego, there's a reason that those states and cities have those names that are in Spanish. Yeah, so it's complicated. Where a country begins, when a country begins, where a country ends, when a country begins. These are interesting questions. They're not just, the Putin is mad and bad. Pay for a war against him, would you? And um, when you finish paying for it, how about you sling a few of your children on the pyre? And the bravest people, the boldest people, the people that are willing to give their lives because they believe in their nation are the very people that are exploited for their globalist agenda. Okay, this is fascinating. Um, I, I feel like this, again, isn't a conversation that Russell should be having with himself while on the air, because what he just did was say that, well, Ukraine used to be part of Russia, so Russia are justified in invading to take it back. And then to bolster his point about nations being complicated, said all these places in the US have Spanish names because they used to belong to Mexico. And he accidentally just carried this same logic through to its conclusion, which is that Mexico Mexico should be able to take back about a third of the United States if his logic is to be properly applied. Uh, <laughs> wow. Arguments could be made. Yeah. Arguments I mean, all right. Could Let, be made. Okay. Also, not for nothing, but if this is the logic we're using, everyone look out for the return of the British Empire. Um, uh, or, depending how far back we're allowed to go, the return of the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> You know, I mean, where do we stop? Where do we draw that line? I don't know. Um, but yeah, fascinating uh, concept. <laughs> I just, I'm like, <laughs> I 
keep being surprised by entering fairy tale land. Like, oh, we're in a fairy tale again. Oh, we're in fairy tale time. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, what do you say? I, I just, I, I, I he's can't. He's just proven his own points. I know. We're and he's, he's we're done. We're irrelevant. He's done this. He has done this to the fucking right wing. He has done this to the MAGA crowd. He has just said to the Donald Trump audience that he has that, oh, yes, the U.S. should theoretically be returned to Mexico. <laughs> Texas. Of all people. <laughs> of all people. Of all people. Oh, it's magnificent. I really... When I a really... number of us are like, you want Florida? Fucking have at it. You want half of Texas? My friends will be upset. <laughs> My friends who live there will be upset. Yeah. Um, Maybe not, though. Because <laughs> like, yeah. they're mostly... Hispanic, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. Um, you know, they're from that region, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. Yipe stripes, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's there's it's a, there's really so fun. many like the flattening of history. Like <laughs> yeah. you just said, Russia never loses, and then the next words out of your your mouth were about Afghanistan. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I can't tell if that's ignorance or intentional obfuscation, but I'm, I, I'd be willing to make a bet. Hi. I'd be willing to make a bet. <laughs> um, mystifying. It's mystifying. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's tackle another important portion of the interview, which is asking who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Let's have a look at the Nord Stream pipeline moment between uh, Vladimir and uh, Taka Islali. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, it, do you have? Do you have? <laughs> uh, Putin laughing hysterically doesn't know what day it is. My laughing at nothing, mentally ill, crazy. Hold on a minute. Joe Biden's giving a speech. Oh, number like now. I don't even like being mean. As a man who believes in our Lord, I don't like to be mean about Joe Biden. But yes, you do. what he is oh! is a revelation that democracy is a farce. <laughs> you would agree that because that person cannot run a country. Did not blow up Nord Stream. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. CIA did it, like you imagined and assumed in the first place. You're right, as the great late Bill Hicks, that great American comedian used to say, you're right, you're right, not those people who try to tell you how to think. You're right. Uh, do, do you have evidence what? that NATO or the CIA did it? <laughs> you know, I won't get into details, but people always say in such cases, look for someone who is interested. But in this case, we should not only look for someone who is interested, but also for someone who has capabilities. Because there may be many people interested, but not all of them are capable of sinking to the bottom of the Baltic Sea and carrying out this explosion. These two components should be connected. Who is interested and who is capable of doing it? Might be propaganda, but you have to bear in mind the possibility that we have been heavily propagandized ourselves. 
and what that makes it fine uh jesus wept so so <coughs> there was a lot there. it makes all uh, information too confusing so whatever he says has to be right is right. what like well then we never know so you have to listen to me yeah. um so upon being asked what evidence do you have for the cia blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline putin's response was essentially oh my evidence it, it exists it's real it just goes to a different high school in canada so you can't see it <laughs> that's that's well, what it's he's like got. he's he's very like it sounds like something the cia has done a lot sounds so, like something they would do so. very cia oh it's yeah very totally cia they love the north stream stuff. pipeline was in its cia era i don't know like <laughs> i feel like that's enough <laughs> insinuations but oh, oh i mean then okay this might be a sidebar but like the notion that Russell is entertaining the idea that Fox actively avoided this interview, like stopped it intentionally. Oh, bull fucking shit. Yes. Yeah, so but that... all you need to do is mm. watch the interview to know why you don't want your most popular news person personality to be bent over and spanked on an international <laughs> stage. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. End of thought. End of argument. His, pretty, he's pretty being, he's, he's not cognizant of how humiliated he's being made. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Hilarious. I, 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 think, I think it may have struck him very late on in the interview and possibly afterwards. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I don't think ultimately either of them got quite what they wanted out of it, but Putin definitely got a win, I think. He def he he got it. Oh, he yeah. got plenty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know>? That's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really. I can't. <sighs> I don't want. I don't want my judgment to be clouded by how hilarious that is. It, it is. Wanna, it is. Like, it is funny. It is. It is. I don't want to be funny. cheerleading Putin. Right. It's just but, so yeah. dry and steeped in sarcasm the entire way through, and him just giggling at his own joke. I'm like, oh god, you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is. Th you want to talk is... about reading? Uh, Let's talk about reading because Tucker Carlson is getting read the house down boots. Baba <laughs> yes, gone. It's awesome. I can't. Uh, I... <laughs> it is great. What am I gonna um, do? What am I supposed to feel? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so even even Russell here is forced to reckon with the fact that what's being provided is some weak tea, uh, which brings me to the point uh, that I would like to make about this interview and Russell's coverage of it. Um, we're we're eleven clips in, and we've seen about a minute of interview total, maybe two, if that. Um, this thing did not go the way they wanted it to. Uh, Putin did not say the lines they wanted or expected him to say, and Tucker comes off as inept and idiotic through almost the entire thing and so they're having to engage in a dance of talking about the content without really showing the content of heavily editing what was a two-hour interview down to incredibly short reductive clips and even those they can't show without going oh look at that clock over there um what <laughs> What we're about to see over the coming clips is an exercise in Russell talking about anything except for what is happening in the footage being shown, um, which is which is delightful fun. Uh, but as the dance continues, um, we're, we're going to diverge from Nord Stream briefly to take a look at a couple of polls that Russell put up on his socials. I said I had stats about the susceptibility of Russell's audience to propaganda, and well... 
take a look at this. We did a poll a little bit earlier. We put it up on a couple of platforms. Uh, whose propaganda do you most believe? Joe Biden's propaganda or Vladimir Putin's propaganda? A lot of you over, I can't remember which platforms we put these on, but 92% of you, Vladimir Putin's propaganda. And then we adjusted the question because we thought it was important to have this perspective. Who do you trust? Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin, or God and your own intuition? Your individual sovereignty is what's vital. Your individual sovereignty. You don't need me or anybody else Lord to tell you what to do. We have our own connection to divinity. We have the right to conform our own communities. We have a right to control our own destinies. We have the right to opt out of taxation systems. Isn't the whole American what? revolution from no, we don't. the glorious country what? of Britain based on the fact that we were running things, taking your taxes and not representing you? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> so, dudes go to jail. Dudes go, are in jail for saying yes. you have a right to not pay your taxes. Yes. That is, you can go to jail for telling other people that and then they believe it. That is just sticky wicket. Uh, yeah, so so we, we, we get a pro-Putin poll to a pro-libertarianism poll, theoretically, to trafficking in sovereign citizenship. <laughs> Fucking wild. Russell is all over the place today uh so uh, yeah, yeah i don't I, usually have this much fun i know this is great it's, 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 it's bananas I, I did i i honestly i i i cut i cut more clips than usual and i was trying to go through them and i was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna have to make some cuts here and i just couldn't i just could not um so russell Asked his audience, whose propaganda do you most believe? And with 56,000 responses, 92% of them said Vladimir Putin over Joe Biden. Oh dear. And if you'll recall, 85% of his audience want Trump to be the next president. Those two things tell us so, so much about society as a whole today. Um... And then, in a second poll, which was posted after the first, and is very clearly an attempt to obfuscate the point that his audience is overwhelmingly pro-Putin, um, he listed, who do you trust, Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin, or God, slash your own intuition. Um, <laughs> that was the poll that I was just, like, hiding you know, from. What? 76.8% um, voted God, because, duh. Um, and Russell's audience is overwhelmingly Christian. But 19.5% still voted Vladimir Putin, with Joe Biden coming in at a measly 3.7%. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, they, they, they explicitly trust the president of, the, the, of Russia, the prime minister of Russia, um, over I'm saying. your own president. That, that's, and most of them are American. <laughs> listen. Mm. Yeah, mm. listen. Mm. You start seeing, like, oh, Annie bought a like our aunt bought a cricket and our uncle's the back of our uncle's truck is screaming insane shit like that's like trust like the the vinyl stickers in the most unhinged on the backs of the most unhinged Ford F-150s in the world. They do have something to say and we mm -hmm. do need to take we do need to pay attention to it because yeah. the first litmus test like the the the. Blood was in the water for people that were covering QAnon stuff way before COVID. Yeah. Like that, this has been a trick. Like I, I am sorry for anyone who is surprised by this now. I'm glad. Welcome. I'm glad you're aware. It doesn't mm. feel better to know this, but <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> it's something really important to consider. Like it's, 
I was alarmed the first time, and I haven't gotten less alarmed over this trend. <laughs> it's just yep. wild to me. Yeah. I honestly don't totally understand the point other than just prepping your audience to accept Russian propaganda or just pro-Russian talking about it. Like, mm. I don't know what... Uh, I don't know what Russell is personally gaining out of it. I can't speak to that. I could maybe hazard right. a guess, um, you know, if, if there's some money being flung around, um, you know, and, and, and there have been uh, plenty of accusations of that with Tucker Carlson over the years, um, which, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's impossible to really know for sure. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely like it's mm, it's it's obvious it's a, it's a very effectively obfuscated mm -hmm, like yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I yeah. long for the day where it is not. Um, but yeah, right. yeah, and, and you know it's it's easy for Russell to poo-poo the people concerned about Tucker doing this interview, but he has just proven them right in the space of two Twitter polls. You know, he he has entirely proven their point. Uh, yeah, just just yeah. then, ninety-two <laughs> percent Vladimir Putin. Jeez. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, his 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 audience, uh yeah. Yeah, they 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 they'll they'll go for fucking anything that's that's shown by, I, by this yeah. Also by these people. What do you think is gonna happen? Mm. American? What do you think is gonna happen? Like mm. is <sighs> Yeah, what's what's uh, the what's the end result? What's the what's, what's the your end game? Yeah, what's the desired Darryl? outcome? Yeah. Like, just Steve, you know, whoever. You know, because yeah. the thing is, it's easy for Russell to fucking say because he's over here. He's in the UK. Right. He doesn't. He he almost like. Why does he give a shit? You know. He, yeah, right. He, he can say. Did not anything. have less of a dog in yeah, the fight. No. Totally. Uh, yeah, but like that. And I uh, that I guess that's the answer that I am curious about, and I I cannot find is like, what's the end game for the guy wearing a Putin for president shirt yeah. at a mega rally? Right. Like, yeah. what do you think is gonna happen? And 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 even even outside of what you think, like what what do you want? What's your ideal in that sit? Yeah. Like, what what's what's the plan? Because it, it it yeah, it doesn't feel like any of what Russell's saying. If if you want Putin to be the president, it doesn't feel like we're moving away you know away from centralization. In that case, um, if right. it, it feels like we're moving more towards empire, not um, particularly anti-global. If no, you ask me, no, it's me. not. Is it? It's not. It's not, um, but I don't know. Yeah, there, there's. Oh, there's I mean, a lot Sarah of Palin, right? Sarah Palin is like, oh, she said the thing. Like, I can see Russia. For I'm keeping an eye on Russia. I can see him from yeah, my house. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. It was not long ago. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just thinking. Brag. I was like, I remember Sarah Palin. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I. Someone as as a brag. <clears throat> would say they better watch it i can see him from my house and that's all you had to say yeah this was a very like the heel turn was wild yeah and is still it's not less wild yeah i no, don't for, know what for, to make of the individual for, for these you know, for these numbers to come back is is madness it, it, it is absolute yeah. madness um you know and, and it and, is but i also expect it because i've been watching this unfold for a number yeah, of years yeah so like, yeah i just I, I i try and picture you know what the response would be if this happened in another country if this happened here and half the country was like oh no we we want president macron in 
instead of Rishi Sunak. You know, we we trust him a bit. Wow. I'd be like, if you're Rishi Sunak, you would be fucking concerned. Um, you know, and, and uh, though though you know Macron is is not an autocratic dictator, so so there is that, I suppose. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's a poor example. Um, but yeah, wow. Also white, so oof. I, you know what? I don't know that I want to ask that question to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're very true. Frankly. <laughs> Very true. Um, so Russell is definitely dancing and is definitely all over the fucking place today. Um, and yeah. he he somehow he somehow makes his way to the two party system being a problem, and then it falls apart very quickly. You think Joe Biden represents you? And if you're watching this in the UK, you think your government represents you? You think a choice between Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer? That's it. That's democracy. Don't we need to dig up Oliver Cromwell and march him back into that house in spite of the atrocities he committed in the free and great nation of Ireland? A free and great nation that even now is having hate speech laws introduced that means that the free people of Ireland that have fought for their sovereignty will be silenced once again by a non-representative, oppressive, globalist government. You see how this thing's rolling out. You've got to choose a side now and that's going to mean new alliances. People that believe in different political views from you, you're going to have to welcome them, embrace them, and hold them in your heart because this is our way through this. This is it. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to wake up. <laughs> Old news. boy is lost in the <laughs> sauce. In other news, man falls apart on camera, cannot keep his show together today. <laughs> so we need to dig up Oliver Cromwell to fix the system. I mean, though, he did do those what awful things to Ireland and the Irish, but they Irish, those great people having censorship laws thrust upon them, and you have to choose a side, and that means new alliances, which means shaking hands with people from differing political views to you, uh, who may happen to be on the other side. It's it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to wake up. <laughs> I hate it that people <laughs> give him credit for saying the aesthetically acceptable, nice, peaceful thing. I fucking, it drives me crazy. Yes. Because he'll tack all that shit on. Yeah. And then be like, no, I'm, I hate war. I love peace. No. No, you fucking don't. Stop lying. Yeah. Stop fucking lying. That's crazy. It's just like, and the amount, like the, the more that he says it, I'm like, oh, I, that doesn't change your your trajectory or your objective. Like, it yeah, does not. No, like, no, not at all. Not a, not at all. You know, and and, and when when you say, well, you need to pick a side, and then oh, well, well you, we need to come together and shake hands with people with differing political views to you. It's like, well, hang on, hang on which one am I going to do? Because I can't do both. Famously, great <laughs> yes. plan. Yeah, <laughs> unifying. Yeah. Uh, unifying and, and hugging and caring for a people is to pick a fucking side. And yes, right. exactly. Exactly. You do it by Solid division. Plan. You do it by division. That's how we that's how you come together. Well, and that's the thing is like that's that's this here's what I hear. And again, I'm I'm I am exposing my bias and what I hear whenever you've got someone that says incendiary crazy, like a little incendiary crazy thing wrapped in a bunch of stuff that sounds nice is exactly like you know, anti-abortion rhetoric that they're like invoking, like, well, saving the children, saving babies. No, you're not. Mm. Oh, you're absolutely not. You don't give a single solitary shit about children or the mothers of children. You just want to push your agenda. And so claiming 
that you're cons- that uh, as a as as an anti-choice activist, you are protecting the lives of children. Mm. You that's because that sounds great. That sounds fantastic on its surface. Yeah. You can say that all you fucking want. It doesn't change the rhetoric. It also doesn't change how many like, oh, terrorist acts have been committed against abortion clinics and doctors. Yep, it, it doesn't doesn't Whose change the side reality. does the murdering mm-hmm. of alive people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pro alive. Like, well, I mean, you're not when they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> not, literally not at all. Yeah. And that's the thing is like that's that that hypocrisy runs all the way through their rhetoric. So like mm. it's it you can all the all the flowery shit on top, all the cute nice stuff and that you know the the there's like angry billboards in like the country and there's like nicer catholic billboards closer to the city that are all like kind of anti-abortion um like propaganda. It's, it's absolutely what they are. Mm. I don't care how you church it up. It's all it's all bad. Yep. Stop. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so we, we've spent some time clutching at straws, um, and so we're, we're forced back to the Nord Stream pipeline clips. God damn it. Let's have a little look at um, discussing propaganda together. But I'm confused. I mean, that's the biggest act of industrial terrorism ever, and it's the largest emission of CO2 in, in history. Okay, so if you had evidence, and presumably given your security services... You're- that's such a small point, isn't it? Like This is like the globalist establishment, so... Climate change is the most important thing. Lock everybody in their house forever and create 15-minute cities. Blow up that pipeline. It would be ever so good for the war. Just blame the Russians for it. Intel services, you would, that NATO, the U.S., CIA, the West did this. Why wouldn't you present it and win a propaganda victory? In the war of propaganda, it is very difficult to defeat the United States because the United States controls all the world's media and many European media. The ultimate beneficiary of the biggest European media are American financial institutions. Don't you know that? You start to get a sense why the legacy media and the state and the corporatist state don't want you to see this. So it is possible to get involved in this work, but it is cost prohibitive, so to speak. We can simply shine the spotlight on our sources of information and we will not achieve results. It is clear to the whole world what happened and even American analysts talk about it directly. It's true. Yes, but but here's a question you may be able to answer. You worked in Germany, famously. Um, The Germans clearly know that their NATO partner did this. But they and it damaged their economy greatly. It may never recover. Why are they being silent about it? That's very confusing to me. Why wouldn't the Germans say something about it? This also confuses me. Yeah, why wouldn't they? But today's German leadership is guided by the interests of the collective West rather than its national interests. Brilliant. This is an issue about globalism, isn't it? Haven't you had the sense that in your nation, wherever you're watching this, because I know you're watching from all around the world, that you've lost your national sovereignty, your national identity, your national autonomy. Isn't that what we mean by globalism? Isn't that what the rise of nativism is really about? That we're sensing that whoever you vote for, you're going to get some managerial class bureaucrat telling you this or that, reporting back to WEF, Klaus Schwab and all that lot, that you're not going to get truth off of it, their legacy media that want you dumb spellbound, that accept their money, as he says, from the pharmaceutical industry. Isn't this time for us 
to awaken and step out. Remember that you can become an awakened one that where we do additional content where you can join us for conversations. Okay. That was another journey of a clip. Um, isn't this oh time for us to awaken? Well, good news. You can give me $60 and that'll do the job. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, Putin, <laughs> Putin's reasons for not providing evidence of the CIA blowing up Nord Stream is, yeah, who would believe us anyway? The US are just too big a propaganda machine. Sure thing, buddy. Sure thing. And why aren't Germany saying anything? Because they must clearly know that the US blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Well, it's a mystery. Um, and, and all this comes down to the US owning everything and the media. Don't you know that, Tucker, you idiot? Uh, <laughs> don't you know that? It's uh, really, like, I... Does, does Russell know what side he's on? Does he... <laughs> I don't know. Does he, I think he's I desperately think so. trying to thread the needle. He is <laughs> desperately trying to thread the needle throughout this show. <laughs> the needle isn't in the same room. No. He's not no. anywhere. He's not just missing it. He's like on a different continent from the needle. What are we doing? He's, he's what are we doing? Desperately. So, so having finally found his jumping off point within that clip, he then uses that to stoke nativism. Like he literally used that word um, before selling his locals channel. Like, Holy fuck. Um, that, that's, that's, that's not the direction to go. Um, and the eagle-eared among you may have noticed that everything Russell said at the end there rhymed. Um, and he is, with increasing frequency, essentially rapping on his show these days, which is weird. Um, I, I don't know if it's like a mnemonic device or something to help him remember his bullshit, or if he's actually working on a real-time mixtape that's going to drop soon. Uh, but it's, yeah, slightly annoying. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, if you're a talker, I've definitely been like, oh, man, I just sounded like Mother Goose. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it can it can be a th also the amount of talking he does. It's almost mm. just like a like a statistical likelihood that he's going to rhyme a lot. He's, he's he's doing he's and he's also looking very pleased with himself when he does it as well. Oh, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely true. <laughs> yes, can confirm. Mm -hmm. Can confirm. Mm -hmm. I what does. Tucker think, okay, this is, I know that, listen, it was a show about Russell. Yeah. I cannot help but keep getting caught up. But also I feel no, like it's, it's fine. It's, Russell it's, it's and Tucker are like buddy, buddy, you know, like they're very yeah. babysitters club with each other. Best mates, apparently. And I can't tell which side Russell is on or if there is even a, I don't know what Russell's driving at here. So like, does Tucker think that he was going to corner Vladimir Putin in an interview? Any I, yeah. any conception? I don't that, that know. That was oh. I, I yeah. I I if he did think that, then he's a madman. Um, you know, and and um, yeah. I mean, that hubris seems too much even for Tucker Carlson. Even for Tucker, because you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you think you were gonna do hard hitting journalism at <laughs> Vladimir Putin? What? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, he 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 does manage a journalism within the interview, but it is just mm. one. It comes a bit later and and we'll we'll okay. we'll, we'll get to it. But it, it is was just Was it on purpose? It, is, it was. It was it, it's it's semi-commendable. We'll get there. Okay. It's semi we'll we'll semi-commendable, we'll but Got yeah, it. we we will get there. Um, but for now we're we're going to move along to a little clip um that 
So Russell's just played a clip of John Kirby speaking at a White House press briefing because he was asked a question about Tucker's interview. Um, because, yeah, we, we, we don't actually want to play any more of the interview itself now, do we? Um, so let's play a clip of other people reacting. Um, yeah, the clip itself said nothing interesting. Russell's response to it was nothing interesting. But it does send him down a spiral of discussing some ominous, some ominous superior force working behind the scenes who are masked by the media as he puts it and then russell catches himself and realizes what he's just said he said when clinton offered the the opportunity for russia to join clinton went back and someone told him russia ain't joining nato that's interesting isn't it almost as if there's an ulterior or so superior force that are not accessible to you and i who are masked by the media i'm not talking about any a form of identification connected to ideologies, any ideology other than dominion <laughs> and power and finance. This is what you have to watch for. This is what you have to watch for. Do not fall into the traps of hatred. Remember, remember the deepest pr principles of whatever faith th that you hold on to love and kindness and compassion. But this doesn't mean that we're not alert. I'm not talking about the Jews, everybody. I don't mean hate the Jews. Just hate <laughs> dominion and power and finance. You know, those things that anti-Semites say the Jews are all about. But I'm not talking about the Jews. Just the things that large portions of my audience say the Jews are connected to. Uh <laughs> Again, like, no, no, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Like, you said the thing. Yeah, you fucking... And and you're working toward a project mm -hmm. that is, uh, mm -hmm. that is anti-Semitic okay. in nature. Just ah, oh, that was that was delicious. Just him catching himself, and be like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't fall into hatred. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but also, but also hate these, you know, dominion and power and finance. Finance, everybody. Okay, okay. We teaching get the people, message, Russell. Teaching people to call it something other than hatred is also a very insidious mm -hmm. insistence, mm -hmm. and it's not just Russell doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It's 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 um it's a very intentional way to obfuscate what's actually being said. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, and and I guarantee all of the anti-Semites in Russell's audience will have heard that and gone, "Gotcha. We we know yeah. what you're really saying, Russell. We've got you. We've got your back." Every single time. Um, yeah. Also, the, the premise there was incorrect, by the way. Um, what Putin said in the interview was that he spoke directly to Clinton about joining NATO. Clinton seemed receptive, but apparently later sent Condoleezza Rice and someone else to meet with Putin to be like, hey, yeah, that's not going to happen, and here's why. Um, it's not some nefarious deep state or globalist agenda pulling strings um, or some Jewish cabal. Uh, it's, it's Clinton sending his lackeys because he didn't want to have that conversation himself. Um, and and again, this is all from Vladimir Putin's recounting of events. I would be very curious to hear the other side of things. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not for nothing as mm. far as like being critical of the United States using their position or their NATO, their position within mm. NATO or other governing, like, you know, international governing bodies. Mm-hmm to posture and antagonize that I, sure i will make that accusation right now yeah. but not how they're talking about it. like this is not you're not you're talking about clocks and wallpaper dog this is not there's no <laughs> veracity to this like yeah sure on something about that echo um okay uh <laughs> 
All right, so we'll, we'll we'll move to Russell playing a clip from Sky News. Um, I mentioned uh, a myriad of of technical issues uh, within this show. There there have been there have been a lot um, that I have cut out. Um, one of the recurring ones being clips playing from the middle rather than the beginning, uh, and so Russell then has to tell them to take it back to the start. It happened several times. is very very oh. funny, um, but wasn't really worth. The clips weren't actually worth covering. Um, and uh, it happens now before it jumps back to the start. Uh, but viewers, do take note of Russell very angrily looking at Gareth Roy off screen because it is delightful. Have a look at this British piece of propaganda from Sky News. It's owned ultimately by Rupert Murdoch. So that's I would say some of this broadly speaking in support of uh, what you might regard as a globalist agenda. You know, you or anyone else in your profession um, uh, would say something like that on, on television. Uh, and then call yourself a journalist. And so he's he's definitely not a journalist. He's number one enemy. Bill, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining me on this. My, <laughs> my first question is, he was not is pleased. it okay for a Western journalist to do an interview with Vladimir Putin? Um, well, in theory, of, of course it's okay for a journalist to do an interview with Vladimir Putin. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't categorize Tucker Carlson as a journalist. He's... Um... <laughs> is this, when what you're saying is true, they'll attack you. If what you're saying is true, they will attack you. If the glove fits, you must acquit. Um, rhyming. Great rhetorical device. Uh, Russell can complain all he wants, but this chap, Bill Browder, is uh, making a pretty astute point about in uh, about interviewing Putin and Tucker's position specifically. See, if you uh -huh. watch the whole thing, what becomes abundantly clear is that with Putin not towing the alt-right talking points Tucker expected, Tucker is somewhat painted into a corner of his own making, because he yeah. can't critique or criticize the things that Putin is saying because it goes against the narratives that he's been spinning for the last two years and he would lose all credibility in that moment to his audience if he backpedaled on them um so for the most part tucker just has to dumbfoundedly go along with whatever putin is laying before him and <laughs> uh, yeah not i have had to more. tamp down yeah that, that i mean first of all I'd love to see more of the interview. That sounds like a lot of fun. But <laughs> just watching Putin do, like sit back and laugh, like watching the the men's two laughs mm. and how different the wells <laughs> from which those li those laughs spring. <laughs> yeah. The difference within the 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 core of that laughter. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it that I'm like, man, Putin's fucking good at this shit. Like, oh my God. Like, Oh no, he's a fucking expert. We are watching a master at work. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, it is fun because Tucker <laughs> being, you know, fucking media star, incredibly wealthy. Like he, he never has to deal with someone who is in a better position than he is. You know, he never has to deal with being the small. Not fry. even a little. No, not even a tiny bit. Um, and so it, it is, it is a joy from that perspective. That is absolutely yeah. sure. Um, he brought yeah. a pebble to a gunfight. Yeah. Right. Like, huh. uh, so, so th this problem that Tucker has in the interview, a credible journalist theoretically wouldn't have that issue. Um, Tucker Carlson does not do a journalist's job. He's an alt-right talking head who spins conspiracy theories about Obama being gay and provides cover for dictators, which makes him entirely ill-equipped to then go and try and have a conversation with one of those very same dictators. Um, yeah. And that is in. That, that's pretty much the entire reason that the thing went as badly as it did. And had that been an actual journalist in that room, 
would have been a very different conversation. I would be fascinated to watch a legit journalist try and have a conversation with Putin and nail him down on some stuff. That would be fantastic. I would not it's never going to happen about their safety. No, uh, no, no, not no would I. No would I. And, and, and it's never going to happen. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. <laughs> Yeah, no. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe uh, one of the old ones, you know, let, um, let, let I don't know, uh, Trevor McDonald or, or Jeremy Paxman, you know, take them on. It's like, ah, they've, they've not got that long left anyway, you know. They can, oh, they, elder they can, abuse, great they, plan. They can take Tight. a risk. They can, if, well, if they want to, if they want to, you know, I'm not going to force them. I don't know where they would. <laughs> no, they I They have wouldn't. families. Like- <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but you know, if if so, if someone had to, I guess. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I would love to. I would love to see. Um, I would love to see that interview actually happen in earnest. Um, you know, but it's it's never but gonna the, happen. Do, no, that okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Putin's never gonna be honest. Like no, there is exactly. no catching that guy. No, that's no. not like he has all the tricks. He has all the manipulation tricks, and he has decades of practice. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's the professor you know what i mean like no one's gonna <laughs> nail him down because he can just lie like what yeah yeah I mean, and, uh, and and there's no way he'd accept the interview in the first place like he, he just he he would he, he would never put himself in the position of being asked an actual tough question that's what <laughs> you know? i'm saying like <laughs> you know, yeah it's, it's... sacrificing an elderly <laughs> An elderly <laughs> journalist for no good fucking reason. Sorry, I Trevor. think is a little silly. <laughs> Sorry, just, Trevor. Sorry, Trevor. No matter Jeremy. what, that's the thing. Is like he's watching this dude. Just he's the slipperiest fish. To yeah. the, I mean, and the world is his ocean. Like he does it. It's, yeah, he's splashing around, having a great time. Oh, he's it? having a ball. <laughs> oh, having dear. a ball. Oh, let's uh, let's continue the Sky News clip here. Now continue that clip if you can from where it was. Thanks, guys. If you can, Should I press play. Uh, he's he's I, I get well, the way I categorize him as as an influencer. He um he's been very explicit about his support for Putin. Uh, he, when he was a Fox News host, he was actually um, quoted as saying that he's on Russia's side versus Ukraine. That isn't what he said. In fact, Tucker Carlson very plainly and explicitly said, I'm here because I love America, not because I love Putin. Technically, both are kind of true. Um, Tucker said, quote, why do I care what is going on in the conflict between Ukraine and Russia? I'm serious. Why do I care? Why shouldn't I root for Russia? Which I am, unquote. Um, the left dunked on him pretty fucking hard for it, and he came back with the quote, Of course, I'm joking. I'm only rooting for America, mocking the obsession many on the left have. Unquote. Um, and ever since then, he's acted in staunch defense of Putin and the Russian government. Tucker, if you're still joking, you can stop now, buddy. We get it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> what a fucking fool's errand, right? Mm. Like... This is an example of to the right to conservatives, the right wing or to any. I mean, if you're too extreme on either side and that's all you're interested in Mm. is appealing to these like these figures, like these totalitarian, you know, like these kind of these like it's not going to work out. They're going to throw you away also like fat lot of good that all of that sucking up to Putin for years that. Tucker did. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, he wiped he, his ass with you. He got the interview. 
Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Though, like, yeah, yeah. He I, batted you around. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like, like a little a, toy. Yeah, like a little mouse to play with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so don't give your like blind allegiance for this. Like, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, it's it never gonna be, work out. It will be interesting to see if there's any change in perspective on Tucker's show, but I somehow doubt it. Um, there should be. This, this should be a come home to Jesus kind of moment. I am. It? It's you not know. going to. I'm oh. fascinated to see what happens. I'm yeah. fascinated. Yeah. Is he gonna like be? Is he gonna get a ministerial position within the government? That'd be <laughs> sick. Tight. That'd be tight. Oh, like, what, I don't know. what do we do from here? He needs to he needs to do his show in his fake little log cabin. You know, it's, it's too important. It's too important work. They got um, log cabins in Russia. That's true. That is true. <laughs> he did also say that um, that Moscow is is nicer than any city in the United States. Um, which I mean, okay, fucking move there, Tucker. Like, just just fine. We're I'm fine saying, with you going. We are fine with that you going. Might be like. Maybe that, maybe that is the end game. Maybe that is what Ooh, he wants. Yeah. Mm. If he, because he doesn't want to, he doesn't fucking want to be on Twitter. I promise you that. No. He does not want to be on Twitter. He wants to be on Fox. And if RT will give him a spot that looks oh, like RT, Fox. RT, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That actually. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That could be maybe, an angle. Yeah. Though he did a terrible job of this interview. Maybe Putin will take sympathy. You know, he's like, ah, I did have some fun with you. Go on, you little scab. Yeah. <laughs> like, if my insides were completely rotten, like, if I were Tucker Carlson and just, like, mm. all of me on the inside was just, like, a rot, I was just a husk, mm. uh, you know, like an amoral husk, mm -hmm. I'd be gunning for RT in a second. In a second. That's not if a bad If I champ. lost my Fox, because... Yeah. Fox didn't do nearly as much as potentially, um, you know, a, a an actual state funded, um, not all controlled, but highly controlled, you know, like uh, production, right? Mm. Like television production. Mm -hmm. um, Dominion wouldn't have gotten anywhere near <laughs> RT. No, that's in true. the same way that Dominion could sue Fox. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I'm will. We'll have to keep an eye. We will have to keep an eye. That is uh, that is an interesting prediction. I shouldn't be having fun. I nah. shouldn't be having fun right now. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like that. I was having fun with that. <laughs> well, well, you know, we do we, as I say and not as I do. We, Bad we, for me. We find our good things where we can. Uh, now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Russell Russell continues his defense um, of his good mate Tucker in the next clip uh, before he gets distracted by the opportunity to shit on liberalism. And he's not an influencer. That's an attempt to be derogatory. An influencer is like, I don't know, Paris Hilton or them Kardashians or whatever. Tucker you. Carlson is, I reckon, based on my conversations with him, a kind of, I'm guessing here, so I don't want to you know, make any errors, but kind of conservative, kind of Christian, kind, kind of, of liberal in the sense of the word that people should be like oh. left alone, what liberal used to mean before it became this no. extraordinary expression under the guise and uh, neologism of neoliberalism, where it became about authoritarianism. Apparently, in order to protect vulnerable people, authority has to be asserted that doesn't benefit vulnerable people at all, but just offers opportunities for enormous centralized control. The word he was looking there, looking for there to describe Tucker and himself is libertarian, not liberal. Yeah, two, wow. Two different words, two very different meanings. Very different <laughs> words. Yeah. We can establish, however, from that clip that Russell really does not like liberalism. Ha. Huh. Um, really, uh, 
really doesn't like it. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm I'm glad you're saying it out loud. Thank you. That good. This right. Is, this... Yeah. For our purposes. <laughs> yeah. Beneficial. Yes. This is progress. <laughs> this is a lot of progress compared to trying to tread the line. We're like, okay, yeah, you hate liberalism. All right, we're 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 much closer to liberals. You know, we're 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 much closer to that trajectory now. I'm like, okay, good, good. We're being there honest. isn't even a passing glance mm. in the direction of analyzing capitalism. There isn't. There's Fuck nothing. No. That's amazing to me. Fuck like, no. Subscribe to my locals channel. Give me $60. Well, what a, but even like his own, like his own very public stances that are like still bopping around the ether <laughs> yeah. about him. Yeah. Like fundamental. This is what a regular person thinks about Russell Brand things. Yeah. And he can't even give a whisper to a notion about analyzing the issue with capitalism. And it's it's basically the devil's bargain that neoliberalism made with corporate capital. Like, I, come on. Like, I, I just it all feels like such a waste. Yeah. Uh, just like you're all you're just spinning your fucking wheels doing your little. Yeah, your dance. He just doing his little song and dance mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be getting something done. Instead, he is just losing the threat. Um, but he uh, he finally he has to get back to the interview because he's he's avoided it for too long for a while. Um, and and now we get to the subject of uh, denazification. When we're told that we should be scared of fascism and emergent new Nazi movements, when well, look at this for example. I mean, have you achieved your aims? Uh. No, we haven't achieved our aims yet, because one of them is denazification. This means the prohibition of all kinds of neo-Nazi movements. Pardon my ignorance, what is denazification? What would that mean? That is what I want to talk about right now. It is a very important issue. Denazification. After gaining independence, Ukraine began to search, as some Western analysts say, its identity. And it came up with nothing better than to build this identity upon some false heroes who collaborated with Hitler. I have already said that in the early 19th century, when the theorists of independence and sovereignty of Ukraine appeared, they assumed that an independent Ukraine should have very good relations with Russia. But due to the historical development, those territories were part of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Poland, where Ukrainians were persecuted and... I mean, admittedly, there's a lot of complexity in this story. It's astonishing to me how uh, what we're getting the opportunity to look through. And again, yes, you're right. The whole West has been captured by Nazis. We all need denazification. Extraordinary. Astonishing. There's no doubt that there are Nazi uh, components like the Azov Battalion within Ukraine. But I think that what we're really interested in is the advancing powers of globalism and our attempts to collectively oppose it. We must somehow be unified yet decentralized. We have an opportunity now because of independent media, in spite of the obvious opposition and increasing attempts to shut it down, to oppose these kind of narratives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so he, he was reading briefly off the chat there for anyone uh, 
unawares um, about the West needing denazification. Um, yeah, that clip had a full two minutes, 21 seconds to go, and he just cuts it off. Doesn't come back yeah. to it either, because he knew that his audience were getting bored. Um, oh God, a history lesson from Vlad. Um, now, Ukraine's uh, Azov Battalion, which we've spoken about before, were integrated into the National Guard, became the Azov Brigade, um, and the extreme elements were investigated and removed. That said, I've no doubt there are some with neo-Nazi or white supremacist views in Ukraine. I've no doubt there are some in Russia too. I know for sure there are plenty in the USA and in the yeah. UK. Um, yeah. That does not make it state policy, and it absolutely does not make it okay to just invade a sovereign country because there are elements in it you disagree with. Um, if Putin truly believed in what he was saying, he would have designs to invade the US and anywhere else neo-Nazis and white supremacists say, like to take root. Um, but right. he doesn't, because he doesn't give yeah. a shit. And if anything, those Nazis are far more likely to be on his side than anyone's. Yeah, now! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the yep. day I saw the shirt, I'm th like I'm thinking of the moment that I like saw some content. It was like, hey, this is weird. This guy's wearing a, bro a Putin for president shirt yeah. at a QAnon rally. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know the day that happened, but it happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, they're probably stoked about it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Strong man theory. Strong white man theory specifically coming in, coming to fruition um but yeah but 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 in saying ah oh, it's about denazification it's a perfect and long-running excuse to occupy ukraine for as long as he decides there are nazi elements within which could be now until the end of time or maybe until it's been long enough where oh they all want to formally rejoin russia now because we've been there for so long let's do that i guess yeah the ability to absorb a stack, uh, quagmire, mm -hmm. bingo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's man oh man. Yep. All right, and then also you got like potentially, and the thing is like I I I don't want to draw this parallel, mm. um, but the potential for like McCarthyism is like who mm. you can qualify as a Nazi because also yeah like, no Russell absolutely throws around fascist like candy, absolutely you know? and and the 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 kind of the, there's a complexity to the history of Ukraine where. Um, some prominent um, uh, kind of Ukrainian freedom fighters who fought for the independence of Ukraine in the first place, um, you know, were, were, you know, Nazis, like they, they worked with Hitler, you know, and, and so yeah. the, the, there's the, it's, it's the whole Confederate statues kind of issue, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, you, you know. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's. Mm. <laughs> that's a sticker that none of the imperial powers want us to start picking at no, to peel off no no russia included uh, no yeah no it's it's the pair those are the parallels that i can draw very like that are mm. obvious to me mm -hmm. like the the that is the the globalist unification that i think is so fucking problematic is that these like imperial like Military industrial complex imperial powers have a vested interest in not examining this whole chunk of the problem. Like yeah. there's there's all kinds of things that they are not interested in examining at all. And so that's the problem with people like Russell focusing on these like one like these little minute, very like uh, poorly informed, you know, like a historical out of context moments when like, no, no, no. This is like a whole thing. And like we've lived through these cycles over and over and over, which we should be learning from, but we're not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, ab absolutely. And here we go again. Um, 
Russell decides to skip ahead um, to the surprising part of the Tucker-Putin interview, um, where Tucker, to his credit, does do a journalism. You want to watch a bit about uh, Evan Gershkovich uh, now? Let's have a look. I, I appreciate all the time uh, you've given us. I just got to ask you one last question, and that's about someone who's very famous in the United States, probably not here, Evan Gershkovich, who's the Wall Street Journal reporter. He's 32. Um, and he's been in prison for almost a year. Uh, this is a huge story in the United States. And I just want to ask you directly, without getting into the details of it or your version of what happened, if as a sign of your decency, you would be willing to release him to us and we'll bring him back to the United States. I think if a legacy media approved journalist had asked that question, they'd be pretty excited about it, wouldn't they? Russell hates Macca. I don't hate nobody. I've got no room for hate. What business is it of mine? what your beliefs are. What business is it of mine? Your beliefs, thoughts that you like having in your mind. I believe in your right to think whatever thoughts you want. I believe in your right to say whatever you want. I believe in our collective right to create new relationships, new confederacies to oppose the establishment, to achieve new autonomy. First of all, the sanctity of the individual. Second, the community, your right for free religious worship, free speech, freedom of trade and freedom to support and love and take care of whatever members of your community you want to. I don't hate no. Yeah, Russell hates globalists. I, I mean, I'm trying not to hate at all. You know, in a, sort of somewhere between Christianity and Star Wars, you will find that hate ain't no good for none of us. There we go. Between Christianity and Star Wars, that seems about right for Russell's philosophies. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he really does not hate MAGA. That's been made clear. No. Um, yeah. Now, uh, yeah, back to uh, back to the clip that was actually played. Um, you know, again, we're talking about anything but the clip, if we can. Uh, as for his assertion that, hey, if a legacy media-approved journalist said this to Putin, they'd be pretty excited about it. Um, well, generally, from what I've seen, is uh, most places are willing to give Tucker credit for asking at least one hard question to Putin. Um, Evan Gershkovich is essentially an American citizen being held, well, not just an American citizen, an American journalist being held hostage in Russia at this point. And it's definitely an uncomfortable moment for Putin. He's not fucking happy about this question. Um, and it's a shame that the, yeah, we, we didn't see the reaction there immediately afterwards, because it is something. Um, Tucker later even pushes Putin on the point and says something to the effect of, was he dealing in classified information like you say, or was he just doing his job as a journalist? Like, great fucking question. Actually did a good job. The point where he loses me, however, is where he asks if, as a sign of your decency, you would be willing to release him to us now, yeah. and we'll bring him back to the United States. At that exact moment, it becomes far less about freeing Evan Gershkovich, and far more about Tucker getting the glory of uh -huh. personally saving him from prison in Russia. That's um, kind of what I was getting from that statement in yeah. general, is posturing and delusion. Give him, to, give him to us so that I can go back and, and wave a victory yeah. banner and say, look at me, I'm fantastic. You in the in the legacy media are all wrong about me because look what I did. Um, yeah, there, there are so many reasons um, that doing that is a terrible idea from security concerns to health concerns, most probably, um, as well as the very concept of trying to make this negotiation presumably without the knowledge of the White House. Um, I can't imagine 
mentioned Tucker asked permission beforehand, though I'm prepared to be corrected on that point if anyone has any evidence to the contrary. Um, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was so close to doing a good thing, but he just had to put himself on the pedestal to do it. Um, but that's the point that we're making. That's, that's literally another one of the points of the whole fucking show is mm. that these moments are mm. not for that person, therefore Tucker. Absolutely. And if you are coming from a like a, a a cynical selfish point even if you don't know it yourself mm. even if you think that like tucker isn't capable of doing something good like because this even if it's subconscious like obviously you want to come home and be the hero like that's mm -hmm. because even saying this like I, I, there's the everything about tucker doing this is so irresponsible like, it's so irresponsible. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's yeah. shocking. A, a, a credible journalist would ask, will you release Evan Gershkovich to the U.S. authorities or something along those lines? You know, we'll, we'll, can we can we do that? You know, is, is this achievable? Uh, you know, there, there are ways to do it that are responsible um, and that would possibly open up lines of communication to, to achieving that that end but um no will i i realize we've just met but um release this guy to us now <laughs> so i can take him home and and be the big boy thank you thank you it is like a misunderstanding and may maybe maybe nothing will come of this and maybe there will be no you know like bad results because honestly again this is a cat and mouse and this very big cat is batting around this little mouse so maybe nothing bad will happen but mm. if this were a different like you know there are many instances of someone trying to make an effort that looks like the effort that tucker is making and it actually turns out much worse it backfires for the person that is in captivity. yeah like is yeah. that gonna make this this person is that gonna make his life that much less safe or the lives of his family or anyone connected to him yeah are they going to suffer consequences because Tucker wanted to posture. I hope yeah. not, because this is obviously like an absurd farce. Um, yeah. Honestly, Putin doing it to entertain himself sounds like a great reason. I, I hope that's the reason. I hope he was bored and he just wanted to do it. That seems safer to me mm. <laughs> than a lot of other motivations and kind of was his attitude. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just it's uh, that's that's something that I think that journalists um, responsible journalists should and often do consider the ramifications of their actions and their reporting. Mm -hmm. it's, they consider all sides as far as like, that's why you get anonymous witnesses, you know, like, or, yeah. you know, people coming forward, but they're anonymous in the publication because you're protecting their identity. Mm. <sighs> yeah, but Tucker but doesn't Tucker, like that. <laughs> yeah, Tucker just wants to throw, obviously we know, it's like a persecuted minorities under the bus for his own clout all the time. Mm. So that's not a consideration that he has a, his story of making. Like it's not, not 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 a narrative that he concerns himself with. He was so close. He really was. Um, anyway, uh, Russell is jumping about a bit as to as to when these moments happen in the interview. But we finally get to the expansionism part of the conversation because that Evan Gerskovich part there that that was the last question. But we're now going to go back into the middle of the interview. Back oh, of to... course, it was the last question. Yes. Of, oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he does. Yeah, he does ask another follow up. You know, because he he feels emboldened in the moment. But um, but yeah. Anyway, we. We get back to the expansionism part of the conversation. Hey, let's have a look at this uh, expansionism rap. 
is the audio going to be okay? The threat I think you're referring to is a Russian invasion of Poland, Latvia, expansionist behavior. Is, can you imagine a scenario where you sent Russian troops to Poland? Only in one case, if Poland attacks Russia. Why? Because we have no interest in Poland, Latvia or anywhere else. Why would we do that? We simply don't have any interest. It's just threat-mongering. Well, the argument, I know you know this, is that, well, he invaded Ukraine, he has territorial aims across the continent, and you're saying unequivocally you don't. It is absolutely out of the question. You just don't have to be any kind of analyst. It goes against common sense to get involved in some kind of a global war. It's terrifying how often your common sense and your instincts were correct. Hang on a minute, you can't have a war with Russia. Russia have got nuclear weapons. That's mental. Russia don't lose wars. What about Napoleon? What about Hitler? What about your sense that Russia won't be engaged in an expansionist expansionist project that they're probably more interested in historic and regional disputes that are likely complex in which it would perhaps be perfectly plausible for the US and the West to play a diplomatic role in the pursuit of peace but advocating for and indeed funding through billions of taxpayer dollars ongoing hostilities that will not ever successfully end. For anybody, it seems like your common sense is closer to the truth than the legacy media establishment narrative. And you will find that again and again and again. You don't vaccinate during a pandemic. That doesn't make sense. Why are you looking everybody in their house for? Hold on a minute. What percentage of people are dying? Hold on a second. Why are all people being moved out of vulnerable people being moved out of care homes? Again and again, your instincts were correct during the pandemic period. And again and again, your instincts are right now. No, they're fucking not. <laughs> you don't vaccinate during a pandemic, apparently. Good God. Uh, about. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. Am I being pranked? <laughs> apparently that's you a logical to thing to me. say. Apparently that is that is logic, according to him. It's it's common sense um, <sighs> that you don't vaccinate during a pandemic and you don't lock anyone I've in their homes. never <laughs> even heard oh, like a conservative pundit say you don't vaccinate during a pandemic. Yeah. I've never even heard them say that, no. ever. It's pretty remarkable. That's amazing, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've got a lot of good moments. <laughs> um, so wow, all right. Putin doesn't want to invade Poland or Latvia, apparently. Uh-huh. Again, did say he didn't want to invade Ukraine, so big hunk of salt. Um, but see, the yep. reason, the yep. reason yep. that people are very understandably concerned about Putin being expansionist is that if you follow the narrative and you follow the thought to its logical conclusion that Ukraine is part of Russia because it was part of the Soviet Union, well, what other countries were part of the Soviet Union? Because surely they're part of Russia too, in Putin's yeah. conception of things. Yeah. And this yeah. includes Belarus, <laughs> Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Georgia, Azerbaijan, Lithuania, Romania, Latvia, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Armenia, Turkmenistan, and Estonia. All of them, according to Putin's conception of things, are presumably part of Russia. 
And that's without, you know, getting into him openly musing about Finland and wherever else. Um, and parts, yeah, right. parts of Poland were once held by Russia, um, just mm -hmm. much longer ago, up until the time of the Russian Revolution. So God knows where in history Putin is willing to draw that line. But um, but let's let's at least say that all of the other former Soviet Union countries I just mentioned are either very, very concerned or have significant pro-Russian ties within their governments. It's mm. one or the other. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Just um, but, but but apparently we're just going to we're just going to take it at face value. The things he says. That's the, it's like there's no, that's why this is so irresponsible. Yep. And at the end of the day. Tucker probably doesn't even think that he is running cover for Putin in the way that he is. Probably he is. not. Probably not. He 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 probably thinks like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some hard hitting questions, you know. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Yes. Idiot. Yes, also that. Um, <sighs> so let's get into a little more of this clip. And a global war will bring all humanity to the brink of destruction. It's obvious. There are certainly means of deterrence. They have been scaring everyone with us all along. Tomorrow Russia will use tactical nuclear weapons. Tomorrow Russia will use that. No, the day after tomorrow. So what? WNPLM says, seriously refreshing to hear an actual world leader speak. Makes an absolute fool out of almost every president we've had over the last 20 years. The facade of our current president has never been clearer. Yeah, it would be extraordinary to hear a Western political leader talk about history with such acuity, accuracy and clarity, wouldn't it? When you see poor Obama? dear Joe Biden bumble his way for a sentence or... Boris Johnson scuppering peace deals, excited that there's a cake in Kiev named after him, or Rishi Sunak putting in place policies that plainly benefit his former financial relationships, or Keir Starmer nasally declaring that he's bringing about change where there's no meaningful policy difference between either party, as usual, when they prevented any democracy taking place within the Labour Party, the kind of democracy that led to a leader that was opposed to establishment interests. You gotta participate in this awakening right now we have no choice but to oppose this globalist agenda in all its forms hang on so firstly we're just not going to discuss what was said in that clip at all that's just that's just not going to come up okay sounded a little to me like putin was making a point about the west fear-mongering over russia which would have landed right in russell's lap but okay let's skip past it i guess and instead talk about the labor party um the Labour Party, who aren't democratic and prevent democracy within their ranks, but it's also the kind of democracy that did democratically elect Jeremy Corbyn as leader and have him run in two general elections, where Corbyn then lost and had to step down as leader. It's not democratic, but also it is. It's Schrodinger's democracy, is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and this is at least the third time today he has contradicted himself within the space of a sentence, which is quite remarkable even for Russell. He he is hanging on. He is clinging on <laughs> for dear I life. mean, he's, yeah, like this is, this, he's, <laughs> it is crazy to watch Tucker be out of his depth and then in turn Russell is out of his yeah. depth. <laughs> talking right. about tucker being out of his depth it's, it's like, like a, yeah it's a russian nesting doll yeah 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 <laughs> of people waka, waka. being out of their depths oh wow 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 um yeah, man. yeah that's that's it's just a lot <laughs> uh 
Um, <laughs> anyway, let, let's let's look at some more of uh, of this important historic interview that absolutely requires discussion. One of uh, our senior United States senators from the state of New York, Chuck Schumer, said yesterday, I believe, that we have to continue to fund the Ukrainian effort or U.S. soldiers, citizens could wind up fighting there. How do you assess that? This is a provocation and a cheap provocation at that. I do not understand why American soldiers should fight in Ukraine. There are mercenaries from the United States there. The bigger number of mercenaries comes from Poland, with mercenaries... Hey Russell, how, not, how come we're not reporting on Senate Bill 1409? I don't know what it is. If it's relevant, we'll report on it. There's nothing we won't discuss on here. Hey, I can think I can do the Hallow ad right now, right live. Hallo is a brilliant new app that has thousands of prayers on it. They're Christian prayers. They do the rosary on there. It's absolutely fantastic. They do a variety of prayers. Since I've been investigating Christianity personally, I've been looking at the Hallo ad. They're one of our partners for this show. Okay. <laughs> So that is indeed the second clip in a row where we're just not going to respond at all to what is being said. And this time, ad break, baby, for a Christian app, um, no less. Oh, my. Um, does, does I can't get whiplash like this. We're not covered for that. We right? don't have... <laughs> We don't have the legal. That's the fucking Senate Bill 1409, which he should know because he has actually covered it. It's the um, it's the child yeah. online safety, child online safety thing. He has covered it. Um, well, I don't know what it is. Okay, um, and uh, can't and... ask him to remember stuff like that. That's true. He's not a details kind of guy. Um, and and this time, yeah. Now we we just ad break. I can I can do the ad right now. Um, yeah. That, the fact that it's a Christian app that's being advertised uh, does actually tell us quite a lot about Russell and his show. Um, that that a an advertiser, or, you know, a, a seller of a Christian app would be like, oh yeah, this is a good place to advertise. We'll we'll do that. Um, you know, we'll we'll give this guy an affiliate kind of spot because because uh, he'll be able to yeah. do well. You know, <sighs> yeah. And with that in mind, let, let's have a look at what Russell has to say about Hallo here. One of the guys who does the voices is uh, Jonathan Rumi. Jonathan Rumi plays Jesus Christ in The Chosen. He's a brilliant, brilliant person. He's a brilliant actor. And he, before he got that amazing life-changing part, was my body double when I was on the HBO show Ballers. So I can literally say Jesus was my body double. But now he's reading prayers like the Rosary, the Francis of Assisi prayer, the Augustine prayer. There's loads of prayers and meditations on there. This app, Hallow, was set up by Mark Wahlberg out of all the movies and everything. He's a, a Christian, of course, a Catholic specifically. This one. is a lovely app when it's coming out to Lent for you to check out mm -hmm. your love of the Lord. And even if you're not a Christian, maybe try because I'm finding it very powerful and informative. There's a special deal available at the moment. We'll post the link in the description right now. Let me know if you like it. Yeah, Jesus was my body double, Westchester Monthly, for a while. I enjoyed it. Hello, yeah, with a, a W on the end of it. You know, like, hello. Interview Jonathan. I love Jonathan Rumi. He's such a beautiful guy. I really, really love him. All right, let's get back to this stuff. Um, Hello.com. Oh, yeah, we use the code, oh, yeah, code brand because then they'll know the adverts work on our channel and it will help us get uh, more partners and then we'll be able to build a movement where eventually we start getting involved in democracy. So it's Hello.com. 
Brad, it's in the chat right now. Stick it everywhere. Yeah, this is live, Russell, says Sazzle. Forward slash brand. Uh, yes, Sazzle, this is live. Posting it in the chat anyway so they can read it with their eyes. Um, so, hey, listen, should we go back to that, um, to that bit about expansionism? And interview Jonathan. I'd love him. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have Jonathan. He was beautiful. If I press play, is he going to come on where I was? Yeah. He's from the United States in second place. And mercenaries from Georgia in third. Yeah, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, that was what I was doing. I was doing a bill of writing. Third place. And that's about a good summation as to how seriously we're taking this interview at this point. Um, Bill O'Reilly impressions in between Putin justifying his genocide of the Ukrainian people. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> dear. Um, yeah. Also, to say of your body double. Oh, he was beautiful. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to. Yeah. All right. I bet you think yeah. he was. Yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. They, they, they don't look the boy who lives in the mirror is beautiful too, Russell. Mm -hmm. Ain't he? Like, come on. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. They don't look that much alike in my estimation, but here we go. Um, sure. sure, so sure. That, I, I don't, that's just wild to, uh, yeah. as a thing to say. Yeah. That's yeah. Just my wild. body double is gorgeous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that that Hallow app is a curious thing. Um, it, it would appear, ain't it? Mm, it would appear that Russell's reputation is clearly rehabilitated enough for Mark Wahlberg to come on side and give stage well... three an affiliate deal. Don't know whether it was Mark Wahlberg personally, but you know his. his but also, like know. his, his, his. Uh, I don't know that his reputation is like stellar necessarily. Well, there is that. There is that. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and, and th this isn't this isn't a small kind of outfit though. You know, they had a Super Bowl. Oh, totally. And everything. You know. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, and that costs like at least seven million dollars, I think, just to get a spot. Um, you know. It, well, I, it's I, easier to make all that money if you never had to pay taxes. So. Um. But, you know, I, I've got to say, if I had a product, you know, Russell Brand's show is not where I'd want to be associated. Um, and I'm, I am now, however, keeping a much closer eye on Mark Wahlberg, as, as he may be coming down this here conspiracy pipeline himself. I don't know. Like, along, oh, yeah, yeah, alongside that's... also generally being a bit of a jackass. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think that ship is... Is I, 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 I saw conflicting uh, accounts of him being into Q, but then, but then other people were saying, no, this is bullshit. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm reserving judgment for now until until I hear more from him, though, audience, if you've got anything definitive, by all means, fire it at me. Um, but uh, but well, yeah. he's um, he's profoundly catholic he's yeah, like very very catholic. he's like yeah, a yeah. so that's i i feel like um <laughs> however you feel about the representation his his kind of like public facing representation mm. of catholicism and all the issues that are currently happening if we're talking about the fascist creep uh mm. within the public face of like trad cath i, I think that there's a lot of i, I think um it's easy to argue either way i i understand the thing yeah. is like what you're looking into i understand um because there is enough plausible deniability to not necessarily pin him down yeah, yeah. Just, but it just doesn't with the conspiracy look, stuff yeah no it it, it does look not good. look great and already this is the guy who said that had he been on one of the planes and 9-11 wouldn't have happened um so you know and the hate crime <laughs> yeah, like the hate attack crime. Yeah. yeah 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 we're yeah so doesn't we're, look great. we're already not in a great place um but uh yeah. But still, this, yeah, don't feel good about this whole thing. Uh, nope. <laughs> anyway, um, 
So Russell, he he just keeps playing clips from the interview and then pretty much ignoring him, ignoring them for the rest of the show. So we're not going to deal weird. with it. It's weird. It's 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 weird. very weird. Yeah, it's clearly like eh, this. I have to I have to do something, but I'm just going to talk about other things. You're like, oh my god, just just don't show them then. Just talk. It's a weird choice. Um, DJs still say some stuff. Yeah. About the songs they play. Yeah, it's true. That, <laughs> it might be yeah. a little bit here or there, but they at yeah. least acknowledge the songs that they have played on yeah. the radio and yeah. the interim. Yeah. It is really strange to just like play a clip. Like if I played the next clip and then just didn't say anything about it, everyone would rightly be like, that's fucking weird. Al, don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I, yes. Starting with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd be like, oh. Uh, completely what? fair. Completely fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're not going to deal with any more of that because because we, we've seen enough of it and it's stupid. Uh, instead, well, it's crazy. It's, like, it's, it's crazy. It is yeah. crazy. Uh, I, I've I've got one final clip, um, and it's the last thing that Russell closes out the show with, um, because it just wouldn't be stay free with Russell Brand without a bit of flinging shit at Joe Biden, um, or. That's what it would be if Russell had any clue what the clip was or why it was supposed to be a gaffe. Let's have a look at what the current president of the United States has been up to lately on Button 18, guys. It's, uh, he's been, you might have guessed, having a, a bit of a time of it. Is this when he gets confused about what, where the pyramids are? Because both Mexico and Egypt do have pyramids. Could it be that? Is this a pyramid-based no. gaffe? As no. you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. So what was he, he was confused there about, God love him, bless his heart. He's trying his hardest, isn't he? He's trying his hardest to get through it all. He's not, oh God. I suppose in the great cosmic play, he's simply performing his own role. <laughs> Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Watch Many me. American people have been... If you're watching this in Rumble, give us a like, give us a subscribe, subscribe to our channel. And remember, you can become an awakened wonder if you want to. Rumble, rumble, you beautiful people. Give us a like, it's really helpful. Thank you. ...watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they your judgment. Zemta Sieger, have you pressed like yet? Have you joined? Have you subscribed? <laughs> what about you, TS8169191? Have you subscribed? Subscribe. Give us a subscribe. Press the button. It helps us, baby. Press that button like you were dear Joe Biden fumbling over a panel of potentially war-inducing nukes. That is this your is judgment. That is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Well, that's an extraordinary claim. The most qualified. No, I don't think so. That would be a really extraordinary lottery if by chance the establishment had delivered the most qualified person. Have you seen some of the astonishing people that are opposing him? I mean, God, even dear Marianne Williamson, who stepped out, rather rather, Bobby Kennedy, <laughs> rather rather. There's a whole host of people. Bobby Kennedy's a, a man. I, I recognize that now. I was excited. 
So in the contest of who is the most qualified to be president, you have Joe Biden, who, yes, did in fact just confuse Mexico for Israel, um, but has otherwise held elected office in the United States for 51 years, eight of which have been spent as vice president, four of which have been spent as president. On the opposing side, you have Marianne Williamson and RFK Jr., neither of which have ever held elected office for so much as a fucking microsecond between them. Um... There are issues up the wazoo with Joe Biden, but being underqualified is not one of them. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I think that our definitions of qualified mm. can certainly vary. Sure. I know mine. Sure. Do. Absolutely. Absolutely. As far as experience in government. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's. Yeah, I, I would have an expectation it's, for for having been elected to something at least once would be my preference. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> we least. saw how that went. We yes. just saw how that went with yeah. Trump. Yeah, didn't go great in my It's opinion. just like a fundamental inability to function as a political entity, like mm -hmm. not knowing how to politic, not yeah. knowing how to govern, Yeah, because there was no experience to be had exactly. in the top rungs exactly of it's, power. A, it's, it's a real problem when you are then the government um if you don't know how to govern uh anyway russell had no regardless idea regardless how you feel about it right like yes. regardless, regardless yeah, yeah. of if you're like pro or against you can look at their inexperience on its face yeah and i mean i think that that's even a selling point for a lot of mega is like oh he's an outsider like, yeah exactly no, no, no. exactly this yeah yeah yeah, it's like no, that's yeah. that's not that's that's not right. what you think it is. Um, yeah, right. yeah. So go ahead, sorry, Russell had no idea what was happening in either clip. There, um, he kept looking to Gareth, who gave him no answers, and so he just took it upon himself to hawk his locals channel as hard as he could because <laughs> he just didn't have a clue. Random, <laughs> so random. Very Just... random. Like it, normally, he's a bit of a smooth operator, right? Like his his show, in spite of technical gaffes, at least has him able to muster his way through it with rhetoric and bombast. But this yeah. today was as much of a shambles as the Tucker Putin interview. It really was. Just very frenetic. Yeah, all over the shop. All yeah. over the shop. Not a clue what was going on through most of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh this was way more fun than we usually have to be fair so <laughs> that's true <laughs> that i is, feel quite relieved yeah 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 me too when it comes to that anyway man oh man that's me too. So, so weird I, I was i was talking to someone about um about doing this show and they were like oh that's that's gonna that's gotta be a really heavy one and i was like you'd think <laughs> you would think <laughs> nope absolutely not absolutely not we get um we get russell uh saying that uh, you know all of um, everyone thinks all of his audience are idiots and that we just hand feed them information that's been you know regurgitated and uh, he then does this for an hour of just like hand picking tiny little bits of clips and then not even talking about them for most of it um it's it's right. fascinating it really is and also like Completely unclear, like where his moral stance is, like where there's no anchor. Mm. Like this is such an obvious kind of like microcosm of his larger issue, which is no, like you're not coming from anywhere, which also honestly, I, I feel like 
is my complaint of a lot of American politicians and why they're not doing fucking well at the top mm. is because you have no moral convictions to stand on. Mm. So you're not winning us over with your moral arguments because you aren't coming from a steadfast place of like either moral authority or just, just any amount of moral righteousness would be would be a change um you know to just having something to stand next to and be like these are my beliefs well, okay yeah like self-righteousness plenty yeah. we got yeah. plenty of that yeah but like yeah if coming from like a more like a consistent moral stance that they can explain and articulate regularly mm. listen i can sometimes it takes me a while but i get there we yeah. gotta we gotta meander down a garden path but that i'm sorry for how my brain works but i know exactly where the fuck i'm coming from yeah. literally all the time yeah yeah true as an old stuff for, for good or ill you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you know where I'm fucking coming from. Yeah. And I and to not be able to nail down in the moment. Like cuz also like you know there are plenty of times in this show where I'm I have to take a step and be like what am I looking at? Yeah. What did I just hear? Yeah. And I don't feel the need or the confidence to like I'm going to defer to your assess like you're like okay, Al, I don't know what I just <laughs> what witnessed. was this? Yeah. Please tell me, because yeah. that was bananas, and I know you've been able to watch it five times. So, like, mm -hmm. uh, come on, you know, like, give me, give me what I need to make an understanding of it. I'm not like looking to Gareth Roy as like, what am I supposed to be saying <laughs> right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice for, for, would for, help for my dude. Yeah, you're not looking to me for your moral position. <laughs> Crucially. No. Crucially, right? Like, I know where I'm coming from all of the time. Yeah, and I yeah. can articulate it because mm -hmm. I understand fundamental. Like, I, I have a thorough understanding of where I'm coming from. Also, it's my job to be surprised. It's not yes. his job to be surprised. No, he's supposed to know everything. Everything. So he the fact that. <laughs> I can relate to his presentation more mm. than you can mm. is saying something, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's putting himself in a position of authority and um, not living up to the task in this here show. Uh, no, mm. no, yeah. but I, right. Yeah, and, and this is this is an important show of his as well. This this naturally it got a lot more views than usual. Um, so yeah. you know it's and and then it's just rife with technical issues throughout the whole thing and and he's just not got a clue what's going on through, through you know he's he's desperately jumping around and grasping grasping at straws and and leaping from point to point to point all well, trying just, to avoid discussing the thing just ignoring <laughs> clips completely how often have you listened to the radio and then a dj's like you want to know what who sang those songs go fuck yourself and then <laughs> yeah, there's right. three more songs shazam it bitch like, fuck you yeah right <laughs> yeah 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 no it's get it's, bent it's go <laughs> screw that's who did these songs here's another five you want my perspective because like, you're watching on. stay free with russell brand well fuck you you don't get my perspective yeah. i want to sell my locals channel god damn it <laughs> it's very just like oh. as a as as a fan i would be so disoriented but also yeah. i can't really it's very hard for me to put 
myself it's, in that yeah this is this anyway. is the problem it is very difficult to to fully understand um yeah. what, yeah. what the average stay free uh viewer would because the experience yeah i i, I, I find it very are. difficult to put myself in the headspace of being pro trump and pro putin um you know and, and the, the, those are those are two things on their own that are alien to me let it's alone wild. the rest of it <laughs> it's like fucking wild dog. Nuts. well yeah so the as far as like the um the misinformation i did want to bring something up that um i found super interesting and mm. i don't know if you know anything about i feel like we maybe talked about this a while back but mm. uh the as far as like there's a there is an effort and i know i, I haven't watched the whole um interview but i know that the talking points of the kind of rewriting of history from the Russian kind of mm. perspective of which I know, obviously like Putin is a major proponent and is, is proliferating. There's, there is a very like th there is a unified front of how history is to be perceived mm -hmm. from the official, like, you know, unofficial Russian letterhead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a ton of, there's like a ton of YouTube videos. There's a ton of, and and they've kind of exploded even since I heard this story uh, reported in a couple of years ago that there is all of this. It feels very PragerU mm. um, as far as like PragerU kids. Right. Um, there is, there has, there is and has been a Russian version for a very long time. And as adults that are aware of news and of history, watching them is bananas. Just like Prager, you like put yourself in the PragerU kids videos and and listeners, if you aren't familiar, oh my god, please, mm. please go check them out. The audit is uh, Dave Anthony's kind of like they they have seasons that are kind of far apart, but um, they do some coverage of it, like of PragerU in general. The, huh, it's so, well, it's oh, it also just like this is such a wild. Like, I'm gonna sound again donning my tinfoil hat, but not really because this is real. Mm. Um. There was so basically the funding for this like pretty intense child propaganda indoctrination content mill mm. was like funded by these kind of like the funding came from a shady um, outfit in Cyprus mm. and where they were like basically the money from um, huge like social media juggernauts from several years ago like tasty five minute crafts um bloom i think was one of them and like get crafty was another basically it's like this mill of um you know like diy content or whatever or yeah, like yeah, yeah. makeup you yeah. know girly crap all the like pinterest right so pinterest engine is these like and and it was optimized for seo and for the algorithm i've seen a fucking million of them and they're all these like you know, like DIY hacks, the people that like there are Americans like and it's it's kind of all over the place as far as who works on these little, you know, like social media, um, like a distillation of the DIY blogosphere into these little tiny, you know, bite sized videos mm -hmm. that were getting just like they were dominating as far as like views, clicks turnover all that kind of stuff hmm. um that would make just they were making gobs and gobs of money and the people that were working on the actual content saying like melt an ice cube on this ink stain and it'll come out and there's a ton of 
there's like controversies on on all sides because what has been taken to task is all these people that worked on these videos were like, it's fucking bullshit. We know it didn't work. Mm. We faked it for these videos, but we knew it was something that was trending and we made it this like, you know, this kind of like distilled bite size, which like as a person that makes their own stuff and and is an autodidact and and learns a lot of things, the amount of bullshit I had to sift through 10 years ago to learn how to do a thing on the internet mm. was minuscule compared to what you have to today or even five years ago. Mm-hmm. This is all just like, oh, this is all shit that we know doesn't work, but it works for the algorithm. And so we're going to get clicks and views. So it's bullshit all the way down. You've got people that are working on the content itself saying it's bullshit. And then it is funneling money into <laughs> like a couple of shell organizations to then fund the PragerU kids of Russia. Mm. Like this is like, it's, it's, uh, I, I know that sounds crazy. Um, it's not, it's real. And, and it's so, both, it's both crazy and real. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's madness. So, um, right. And considering the money thing, right? Like it, it's not even about necessarily like, Russia doesn't have to dump any money. No. Russia doesn't have to dump any money into anything. This is just something that like it's it's you know there are these tangential connections that are potentially rewarded and if you look at the kind of the especially the geopolitical situation in that area it's very ha I mean yeah it, it's it's this is just a a thing maybe I am just exercising the demon of having to carry this knowledge around in my head all the time. <laughs> In that regard, thanks everybody for hearing me out. It's a crazy thing I know, and now you have to know it too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks. I love you. I don't know what to do. But like it, the there's so many weird efforts that are happening, and well, it I almost mean, it, feels it, like it makes sense that Tucker would get <laughs> tangled in this kind of propaganda. Yes, and, you know? and and you know it, it it does speak to the kind of um you know, the 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 sheer size and weight of Putin's influence and and the uh, the amount of of kind of obfuscation of um of things that aren't propaganda, uh, you know the the that. Uh, that, that happens on the internet in general in our own spaces um you know in 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 um just just within the algorithm itself and and it is it is fucking terrifying and it's it's one of the reasons he's such a dangerous human being um to to the entire world um and and yet what we get is a a terrible interview from Tucker Carlson covered in a terrible fashion by Russell Brand <laughs> Um, right. And the fact that we have PragerU to compare it to. Yeah. You know, that I mean, that's American as they come. That is that is sure. bald eagle blood running through the veins of PragerU. It's uh-huh. not like Putin's doing it by themselves. Oh. That's this isn't just, you know, there's no they don't, you know, Putin doesn't have a or Russia doesn't have a, a monopoly on 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 propaganda we're dealing with this from both sides so looking at the 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 drive behind it but i think that and also what we talked about a little bit in the cia the first one but definitely we'll be talking about it in this next episode that we're going to put on um on the patreon is the cia across the board has made the point very clear the best agent they have the best 
informant they have is someone that never knows that they were involved with the CIA for a second. They have no idea that they were part of an op. They have no idea that they were ever involved and they were ever on the side of the CIA. They don't know where the money's coming from. They don't know where the support is coming from because it was all kind of like covert and clandestine, which Mm -hmm. still happens today, right now. Still happens. And that's that's the ideal that the CIA has laid out in no uncertain terms. So if you're talking about an intelligence agency, intelligence agency benefiting, you know, like someone benef- like mysteriously benefiting from making that kind of content mm. is you need to be yeah, this, skeptical. This, yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I like God do not play with dice and do not believe in coincidence. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh thomas jefferson i think that was um so uh if you want to go to my us, ear actually that's what <laughs> i heard right uh <laughs> if you want to support us and what we do head to patreon.com slash on brand we'd be very very grateful to have you um and you can yeah cia we're, we're talking about it a lot so i'm so thrilled to depress come have a look it's really interesting it is let's Um, have a terrible party that sucks (laughs) absolutely um (laughs) and if you want to get in touch drop us an email it's the onbrandpod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you um if you want to join a community and we have magnets oh there's wild magnets and there's magnets they have gold sorry i never know when to put this in yes we actually sell gold i like the wild card um we're a podcast we sell gold actual real life gold um yeah buy a magnet link is in the description um yeah if you want to join a community of other like-minded um awakening wonders uh, of the on-brand pod um go to on-brand awakening wonders uh, on facebook or if you're a redditor and prefer that kind of space and like the anonymity go to on-brand underscore pod on reddit and it's there and there's some lovely human beings there too um if you want to find us on socials it's the on-brand pod in most places except for where we're not um look for the artwork everybody and uh personal socials i'm at alworth official and lauren is at me.by.lauren.b um i will imminently be posting um something about the scratch and the videos there so uh if you if you wonder what the fuck they're like or just go listen to the latest album also but yeah yeah um all right i did also post a a real it's not really a tutorial to be fair it's more of a showing of, of, of the t-shirts the t-shirts yeah yeah you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. me that making cool. uh mike's <clears throat> that was cool when when you said a lot of pins you meant a lot of pins huh i i didn't realize you meant that many pins a lot of pins all of them all of them that pins. i have all Not of the pins a lot all of the pins. all of the pins that i have but it works it works it works i stabbed myself so much less than i usually do with these projects because all those pins means that's a positive your little paws get all chewed up yeah and not as bad this yeah. time that's great i was kind of hoping great. to have like clips where i said ouch a bunch because it is kind of funny yeah. um yeah. it's more fun to hurt myself while i'm working on stuff in front of mike because then i at least have like an audience yeah that's whereas true whereas if it's just by that's myself true. it's just a tree falling in the woods yeah. uh yeah but i didn't have that <laughs> But it yeah, might be go, on its um, way. You never go, know. Go, but yeah, you can go check take some stuff a look. out. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. at made.lauren.b. Um, I'd love to see ya. All right. We uh, we love you very much. And um, yeah, patrons, we'll see, you, uh, we'll see you on Sunday for the second part of the CIA special um, on Off Brand. And the rest of you, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. That's not win, win, win. That's lie, 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 lie. That's propaganda, propaganda.